Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you by Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. Music comes from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attributions Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. So, is there anything left, anything you would like to do before... Or to prepare. I'd like to uh, for put my gross mask. I'd like to put my gross flesh mask on. All right, you have your glo- your gross flesh mask on. <laughs> oh, I need that spell slot. Do we have a general idea of where these goat creatures are coming from? Just the open yeah, area. We, yeah, we the had forest. already fanned ourselves out in a semicircle, and then I was positioned an equal distance from everybody so I could keep an eye out and heal if need be. Yeah. And we were just kind of waiting for them to come and get us. Well, everybody else is holed up in the. I can't trap. set up a trap of sorts. Didn't huh. we already establish that this was the trap? Yeah, like, I know, but like, mode? I mean, oh. I have like, like an actual bear traps. Yeah, like an actual chip trap trap. Yeah. I mean, you I have two hunting you definitely traps. try, but like, what, what are else? the odds that they're going to trigger the one trap in this full camp? Put a bear trap on a rope. Pretty good. There's basically like there's basically like a what, 180 degree radius that they could come at us from, or 160. Something like that. I think our semicircle is good. I think actually, if we go by this point here, it's actually closer to two, 260, 250. Yeah, but we're in here. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. You guys set up in here, no? In yeah, the opening we, right in we, front of the cavern. In that case, yeah, we wanted to make it. sure that they couldn't come from behind. And we had some lights too. We had like some torches yeah. and fires going, so we could see. Yeah, them. yeah, we keep the torches and fires in the camp going to make it look inhabited. Yeah. All right. Um, I might. What? What is the range on a short bow? Is it eighty three twenty? Yes, it is. Okay. What I'm going to do, I'm actually going to post up inside one of the tents. Yeah, with my short bow, I can, I can I'll, albeit at disadvantage, I can reach anywhere in the camp. Uh, which, so I'm going to take a little bit. Which tent are you in? Hmm? Like, which tent are you going to be in just so that I can keep track of where you are in case I need to heal? Uh, what's your max range from where you are? My max range? Good question. As far as I can get to you, usually around thirty to sixty feet, depending on the heel. If not touch, yeah. I okay. think all my heels are touched. So, uh, just so that word I know isn't. the general direction of where you are, I don't have healing word. I have cure wounds. Uh, cure wounds is touch. As per I usual, I'm gonna be relying mostly today. on not getting hit. Fair. Yeah, but I do have bless and bane and all that shit. So. No. I think I might actually chill in this little tent right here. Sorry, where? Ping it again? 
That's very far away. <laughs> I know. And you have things obstructing your view of the ambush point. Yeah, but this way I can run a pincer movement. Okay. Okay, so where's the uh, where's where are they coming from again? General Anywhere. out of the camp. Basically, they just come from anywhere, any point away from the mountainside. Okay. Like all just out here. Yeah, that's kind of a large area of shenanigans. So. Which is why we put ourselves in here so that we can like. And which one? Because we're up like near the entrance, right? Okay. Here, so that we have the the wall behind us. The cliff face is like a sense of they're not going to come from behind us. Okay. Um, and then the whole camp is like basically dummy camp right now with the torches still lit, fire still going to make it look like it's still inhabited so that they can attack the camp and we can see where they attack from so we can fuck them up as soon as they get in. Smiley, are you in the big tent or the little tent? I'm uh, going to be in the one that's marked with a, with a little blue line here. With a little blue line? Okay. Um, I'm going to likewise pull a Smiley and... I'm going to position... Sigmund's going to position himself in this tent. Cool. And that way we also have support from each other. Yep. <clears throat> Alright. I mean, we're in a little tent, but it's still like 10 by 15, <laughs> according to the grid. <laughs> yeah. Where are you, Finn? Well, I'm beh I'm, I wanted to be behind all of you guys, like equal distance from all of you. I'm probably okay. gonna be here. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna be like right beside you. Where like. our semicircle was was gonna be. Yeah, that's me. Guys, hold on a second. We're getting tactical advice. Yeah, we're getting tactical advice, my baby. <laughs> yeah. He says, just put them in your mouth. Oh boy. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Eat the goats. I, I've never, I've never been peer pressured by a baby before. It's interesting. <laughs> Come on, I'll, I'll Isn't that basically just being a parent? Being yeah, actually, by your child? it really is, honestly. Oh, and um, Sigmund's gonna do his best to be stealthy in that tent. Oh yeah, obviously same. Okay, uh, roll for stealth. I'll give advantage. You are inside tent, but it's harder to see from the outside. I, I, Oof. Rough. I, I, fairly certain I'm gonna do better than that. That's a 17. All right, and a 12 on Sigmund. Yep. <clears throat> okay. okay. We're just gonna grab. Put this one for now. <clears throat> All right. So. You guys went through your preparation. You helped move the townsfolk into the cave, or the townsfolk, the encampment folk into the cave. Um, kind of just went over your battle plan for the remainder of the evening. And as night falls, it gets even darker with the rain that's still coming down. And you light a couple of torches, make sure they're shielded from the rain. You just wait. And wait. You're just kind of stuck there waiting in the darkness for a while. Just gonna let that piano go for a minute. <clears throat> um. 
I need I think everyone. We're still going to make noise, though. Yeah, I would assume that some of you are going to make noise. The ones that are outside are not exactly trying to be stealthy. You're just moving around in nope. your area. Yep. Yeah, um, looking inconspicuous, almost like we live here or something. <laughs> I just have my axe out because I want to. Oh, not because no. I'm, not because I'm planning no for anything. Weird demon things come and attack the camp that we live in. Oh, whatever shall we do? Ooh. Oh no! So, oh no! I hope I don't fall. I need everyone to make perception checks, please. Alright. <laughs> uh, um. Hmm. It is night, but. Yeah, I won't yeah. be a disadvantage. You guys have enough lights that it's kind of lighting a decent amount of the camp. Hell yeah! Yeah! Ooh, didn't really need to put the disadvantage Fucking anyways. Go, oh baby. my god! We're bad! Oh gods! What do my elf eyes see? Everything. Everything. <laughs> oh my lord! This is awful. We're, we're doing great. What are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah. I'm more concerned. I'm I'm more concerned with my wood carving than I am with actually waiting for these guys to arrive. <laughs> you so, got that board. I like I like how the guy who just disappeared and went to go hide in a tent is the only one that can see anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's because he's close. I don't, know where the, I don't know where the fuck he went. So. So I don't even know where I'm Nine on Axel, a six on Sigmund, twenty-two on Smiley, four on Finn, and eleven on Crisis. Average. <laughs> and the average of that is like probably fucking like thirteen or something. Ah, uh, this is not an average deal. Yeah. Um. So. It's just terrible. As you guys are going through the night, Smiley. You. Uh, kind of posted up in your tent, keeping a, oh, an eye out, pacing back and forth between the two openings. This is a an open-ended tent, it's like supplies and uh, like wood, uh, firewood. That's just inside, like a tempo. Uh, you, at one point, glance over out to the south, just a lot around this way, and you swear you can see a shape. Um, just kind of hunched over in the grass. You focus for a second, and you see it shift. <clears throat> and then it moves just a couple of feet. It doesn't look like it's noticed you or anything, but it seems to be moving kind of carefully, slowly making its way to the camp. Can you ping it for me? It's around, like, down here-ish. Okay. Like, just past the the, uh, the last edge tent and, and one of the large rocks that kind of, like, encircles the camp. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and... It's not making any noise. Looks like it's trying to actually be stealthy. Until... At one point, it just... From where it's kind of, like, squatted down leaps almost 20 feet into the air, lands on top of the rock uh, that's nearby it. And you can see silhouetted in, like, just the ambient light with the faint uh, light from the fire just kind of dancing across it is this large humanoid goat-like creature. Like, lanky limbs, uh, lanky arms and legs, this kind of bloated 
stomach. Uh, it's it's chest, shoulders, and back just covered in this long, tangled, and matted fur. But its head is this huge goat-like visage, two gnarled horns on top of it, and this long, long, long tail covered in a bunch of natural barbs. You also notice, because you have a very good perception, it has these small, like, pustules just all across parts of its body. Ew. It looks extraordinarily sickly. And it lets out this this disgusting, like, guttural bleat. Like a cross between a goat and possibly a bear. Just this deep, deep guttural bleat. And you hear two resounding bleats come out um, towards the, we'll say, east. Can't really tell where they are, but they're somewhere along that point. It leaps again and lands uh, a couple feet away by the next tent. And I would like you all to roll initiative. Woohoo! Give me that initiative! And for fun. Eh. I didn't want to interrupt, but I will. Ah. Okay. Only I had like alert or something. Oh shit, Nat 20, baby. The healer's going first. <laughs> That's encouraging. Oh right, I need I need paper. Okay, to be fair, I can only heal you guys like twice, so <laughs> I've got Elder's Blast and like three spell slots. There you go. You make it sound like it's a bad thing. <laughs> Eldritch Blast. The tank is going last. The I don't know, for this goat guy, first. it more sounds like more like an Eldritch Bleat. Uh, <laughs> Eldritch Blast. <laughs> but magic. <laughs> oh. Okay, and they have... So, number one. Number two. Number three. Ah, jeez. Number three. Fuck me in the ass. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Oh. That's a problem. That's We're really all going to die. So, Finn, what yeah. is your dexterity? My dex? Mm-hmm. Good question. 13. 13? Okay, so um, these creatures are going first. All three of them. <laughs> Yikes! Where exactly are they? I mean, I don't even see them yet, do I? Nope. Uh, like, though I will give only, Smiley a chance to alert them. you guys. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <clears throat> because oh, he did okay. notice them, and I just had the initial rolled. How's he gonna? How's he gonna tell us? However yeah, he wants. Freaking... Um. So. Throw rocks at him. Given that I saw him when he was over here, the first guy. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. Let... I think I think Sigmund at least has a clear line of sight to me through the tents. So I'm gonna like wave frantically and like flick a little pebble from the ground straight at him. <clears throat> and I'm gonna point in the general direction of where this thing's coming from, and then I'm immediately gonna knock an arrow in my short bow. Okay. Um. Actually, the rest of you do hear the. Uh... The guttural bleat come out from like 
past the camp. And it's hard to tell through the rain, but you do hear it. Just ever faintly. Um, I'm a plus six to initiative, and these things kick my ass. <sighs> I have a plus one. Well, with any luck, those are Sean's best rolls all, all game. Honestly, yeah. We've been pampered by things usually oh, being wait. at the end of initiative. We're screwed. I'm going to... Um... That worked out well, mate. There we go. Do I have that? That's a good question. Inventory. Alrighty. Go. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting idea. You're waiting for something? Nope, I'm just setting up music. Alright, so first up are the three goat like creatures. That me. No? Yeah. <laughs> so the first one uh, will take its full movement, which puts it right there. <laughs> so it rushes and it ends up in the middle of the first camp circle, the main circle. Both Sigmund and Smiley have uh, eyes on that one. Okay. The second one, as you don't actually know where it is, dashes through the the tents. Sigmund, you can hear something rush past the back of the tent you're in. But seeing as it's a closed tent, you can't see it. And uh, Axel, Finn, and Crisis, you see this goat creature emerge just beside one of the tents. Uh, that's the full range of its movement. <clears throat> and lastly, you see a second one emerge just a couple feet from it, right by the side of the, well, coming from where the mountainside was, but emerging beside another one of the tents, right on the edge of your, your little uh, encampment circle. <clears throat> so that then brings us to Finn. They have uh, nothing else so they how can many do. of them can I see right now? You can see two. There and there. And I actually need to see. One, two, three, five. Uh, at the start of your turn, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Me? Yep. Oh, there's stanky oh, no. boy. Not one. Nat one. Okay, so you oh my <laughs> take. Rip. I believe it is. Yep. Five points of necrotic damage. As as you turn to look at them, you feel this wave of putrid air and just rotting necrotic essence hit you in the face. Um, coming from uh, both the creatures. Resistance? So how much do I actually take? Is it uh, two damage is always reduced. 
at least we're resistant. Are you still resistant to necrotic? I'm always, as far as I know, yeah. Because you're no longer fallen. Yeah, Scourge Asimar is, is resistant to Radiant and Necrotic. Okay. Yes. So you take two Asimar, That's an Asimar base trait, I believe. Yeah. Is it? I thought it was only... Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, you take you take two Necrotic damage. Okay, bet. That sucked. <laughs> okay, so I can only see two of them. Yep. Um... Yeah, that's... Uh, it's by fire. You can kind of vaguely see the third one in the uh, clearing past Can you. I vaguely see it enough to hit them all with Bane? Is it inside your distance? If I move. How, well, how far know. is Bane? Wait, what's the actual distance on these things? Hang on. Uh, range area? 30 feet? Okay, so I can, it's a 30 foot. So you can hit the first two, but you can't hit the... Uh, well, you can hit number two and three, but you can't hit number one. The other one, that's the one you're, uh, near Smiley, right? Yeah, Smiley and Sigmund is the so last I'll hit one. So I'll hit the two closer ones with Bane. All right, uh, what's the save? It is a charisma save. Charisma. <laughs> it's a 12. So number two fails. It is Baned. Let's go subtract a number four. And number three is a 13. Ah, oh, that just saves. Okay, so number three succeeds. Number two is Bane, though. All right, so that one's Bane. It gets a minus four. Uh, minus minus one D4. D4, yeah. To all attack rolls and saving throws. We have to remember that. And anything else? That's my actions. No, I don't think I have anything. All right, Smiley. You're up. Um. Okay. Uh. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You are just outside range. Great. <clears throat> um. Just checking the uh, sneak attack rules here. Okay, no, I can't sneak attack here. If you're a hidden, you can get sneak attack. So if you hit, I will give you the sneak attack. Fair However, enough. if you miss, you are exposed. Or you are revealed, I'll say. Also fair. Aren't you a swashbuckler? Yeah. He has oh. to be within five feet. For swashbucklers, I need to be within five feet. For rogue, I need advantage. Uh, or I need to... Uh, yeah, he has to have another enemy of the target it, 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 that isn't incapacitated. It, it's a whole thing. Um, but if he's granting it to me anyway, we're going to give this a shot. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to do my roll with... Uh, as though I already have sneak attack because it's already just applied. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I miss. 11. Yeah, that misses. So you take aim with the short bow, launch your arrow, but <clears throat> in the rain and the wind, the arrow kind of veers off course a bit and ends up just catching the 
the goat creature in this in its thick fur hide, but it doesn't penetrate uh, far enough in to actually do any damage. It just sticks in the fur and then slowly falls out. The creature turns its head quickly, looking your way, but then turns back to um, uh, to the rest of the group that it was heading to before. Sigmund, you're up. You are also out of range, so you don't have to make a save. Before he goes, I'm going to use my move to move behind this tent. Okay. Uh, Sigmund's going to hold position. Uh, Smiley, you can... No. Well, yeah, you have your bonus action, so you can hide if you want. I mean, I still have a move. Yeah, I but you also have your bonus action, so you can take your bonus action to hide and regain the hidden. Fair. Excellent point. I am going to do precisely that. Okay, so roll stealth. I am more hungover than I thought, apparently. 24. You are very well hidden. Sigmund, you're up. Um, Sigmund's gonna hold his position for now. Okay, um, are you holding the, the, an action? The... No. No, I'm not. Your... Okay, you're just passing your I'm turn. I'm just... Yeah, because, uh, it's... it's... The, the creature's over here, right? Right about here. Here. Yeah, yeah so Sigmund's just going to hold <clears throat> hold position and uh, continue watching. All right. Uh, that brings it to Crisis. Yeah. Get him. Okay. Um, like, I'm about here. Okay. And the two, how far away are they? There and there, so around 60 feet. Like, ah, oh, fuck, that's far. Uh, yeah, 60 feet. <clears throat> hmm. If I dash, can I Hunter's Mark one of them? Yes, because Hunter's Mark is a bonus. Sweet, I'm gonna do that. All right. I will go in front of the one that's like closest here. Okay, so you're in front of the Bane. Yeah. And I will Hunter's Mark that one. Yeah. Okay. So this it's Hunter's gonna be Bane marked. and Hunter's marked. All right. Bane and Hunter's marked. That's, <clears> that's pretty the turn. much all I can do at the moment. Yep. Yep. Because you have to use your action to dash. Axel, you're up. Right here around? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to... Before I get into combat, my action to cast oh. Blur on myself. Alright. Sorry, by the way, I'm five feet away from it. Yeah. And then I'm gonna bonus action uh, Hexblade's Curse it. Uh, which one? Number two or number three? The one that is currently closest to me. The one that... Uh, they're the both one that relatively equal distance. The one that Crisis Hunters marked. Okay. And I'm so, gonna. Would you say I have? Everything is on this thing. <laughs> yeah, would you say I would be? It's possible that I could sort of with enough movement, since I haven't used it yet, to like skirt around a bit to try to get in flanking this uh, flanking range, or would I? Um. Your full movement, you can get five feet behind it. I'll do that. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Why not? 
Okay. So you you use your movement and sprint around the side of it. <clears throat> yeah, now I'm just readying my yep. my axe. So that brings it back up to the goat creatures. <clears throat> so the first one is going to use its movement to... Uh, it gets up to here with its first stint of movement. Um, let's see. Who does it want to attack? Or does it... No, it has to get to someone first. So it's going to... Actually, it's going to use its standing jump and get right behind Crisis. It gets to jump 20 feet. So you watch as the the uh, last slash first of these goat-like creatures uh, like leaps its way into the circle of camp where Crisis, uh, Finn, and Axel are and then takes this huge leap just standing from spot and lands heavily be uh, behind Crisis. And it's going to make a attack with its tail. Ah. A plus four to hit. Ah. 17. Oh my god. Yeah. That hits. Okay, so that is... Uh, yeah. 12 plus two. Seven points of piercing damage. And I need target... Uh, I need... Crisis to make a constitution saving throw, please. 12. 12? Uh, that fails. Oh. Uh, you are now diseased. Oh, great. Um, One that attacked didn't have Bane, right? Or did yep. it? That one does not have Bane. It was out of range. Oh, okay. Right. Um, you are considered poisoned. Um, you can repeat the saving throw after 24 hours. So you're poisoned, which means ability uh, checks are at disadvantage. Ability checks. Yeah. So <clears throat> as the creature lands heavily beside you, you look back just... Um, in time to see this barbed tail shoot towards you like a spear and jab into your fo uh, your bicep and rip out. And as it does, it rips out a chunk of skin. You can see already there's this like gangrenous effect starting to creep along your skin. You can feel, and you feel just absolutely sickened as the kind of necrotic and poisonous essence of this creature just courses through your body. So number two is going to use its tail attack on uh, Axel, who is right behind it. So that is main roll is a 19, but minus. So 21 on attack. Re uh, reaction use shield. All right. So I have it. So 23 AC. Okay. So. Hey. The, the bane works <clears throat> so this creature not even really turning much just kind of uh 
cocking oh, wait, its head it over to the sun. Oh, it had disadvantage at attacking me because of blur. True. I'm a fucking dumbass. So we're going to do another roll 20. Four. So that's a four. That's a 10. In, uh, that's a 12 yeah. instead. So no, yeah, no so shield needed. No shield. Cool. <laughs> so it just kind of cocks its head over to the side just enough to see you and the tail shoots up from below going to catch you but you are able to avoid it ducking your head back just enough as the tail shoots up uh just in front of you and then whips back with a small crack through the air uh and then number three uh also going to make an attack on axel so first d20 roll 16 disadvantage Seven. <laughs> yeah, no. So, the second one also goes. It makes like ten feet in a small hop over to Axel, and as it lands, its tail, much like the others, fires out from behind it like a spear. But as it does, Axel just parries it to the side with the flat of his axe, and you can hear another pop through the air as the tail cracks back to, uh, to behind the creature. Mm. That brings it to Finn. Uh, you did not move, so you're still in the clear for the save. Okay. I. So where are the... So they're all kind of clustered around now, so you have... Like... One is there bes right behind Crisis, and then there's two next to Axel. Yeah, so they're all like around here, yeah. basically. Yeah, we're all yeah. chilling. Well... Gonna leave that there. I will do something real crazy. And uh, Eldritch Blast. Alright, which one are you Eldritch Blasting? Uh the one that's oh not baned. Not baned. Uh, there's two that are not baned. Number three and number one are both not banged. Okay, which one's right behind Crisis? Uh, number one. One. And that one's not banged, so I'll hit that yeah. one. All right, make your attack. Also, poisoned also affects attack rolls, so you have disadvantage on attacks. Ah. Well, I have pack tactics now with my so guys. So straight roll. Oh. Hey. Wait, I have disadvantage? No, Crisis does. No, no, me. I was just double-checking poison mm -hmm. condition. Okay. 21. Yes, that hits One with hit. 7 cool. points of force damage. Yeah. No first amount of damage on these creatures. <clears throat> Brings it down to that. There we go. So Finn charges up an Eldritch Blast, launches out the uh, greenish-black energy, and it cracks into the side of this creature's head. You see just, like, fur and flesh uh, splurt off of it as one of the boils on its face bursts as well. This, like, black ichor just kind of starts oozing down the side of its face. Like that. Yep. Uh, Smiley's up. Okay. Um, those three little circles, that's the that's the creatures, right? Yes. That's, like, approximately, yeah. Yeah, approx. Okay. So... Uh, since I'm hidden, and I 
pretty sure. Yeah, no, I, I know for a fact that I can reach them because I just checked. I don't have quite enough to move there with a dash. But I'm going to move to here. Okay. Uh, I'll drop a little circly boy there as well. Um, and I'm going to take a pot shot at one while still hidden. Okay. Uh, so... Reopen window here. Nope. Fuck. Uh, you get advantage. Give me a second. Oh, I do. Can you attack a target? You can't see. Yeah, you have advantage on the attack roll. Fuck. So eight and ten. Unfortunately, both uh, the the attack misses again, loosing another arrow with the short bow, but trying not to hit your companions that are too close. And with the the heavy rain and wind, you're you're a bit too unsure with the attack. And as you fire off, it goes towards one of the creatures, but its tail just whips in front and cracks the arrow out of the way, and it splinters off into the into the grass around them. You have your Bonus. Yeah, I your bonus it. action. Oh, did I? No, no I didn't. you did not. But I'm now revealed again, huh? You can... Did you, I think you have like five feet of movement. You can hide back behind a tent. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so I'll get another... To right here. Alright, so make another stealth roll. Oh, the, the bow is not working today, guys. Natural 20. Yeah, you're Stealth hidden. Is a motherfucker. <laughs> you just... What the stealth is. <laughs> all right, just, Sigmund, like, you're up. Like, all right, Sigmund's going to come out of his tent. Fuck. Now that they're all clustered, he's going to come out and move to the corner of this little tent here, which is about 30 feet. Yeah, okay. And uh, he is going to drop a fun little glitter bomb on the mall. Alright. Does it is that in range for the glitter bomb? Yes it is. Okay. So I need Let me uh hang on, hold on, let me let me pop that up right now. Sixty feet, yeah, it's inside. Twenty foot cube. Okay, so all three goat need creatures. Yep, as do Axel and Crisis. Sorry guys. We're rolling what? Deck saves. Deck saves. Save. Ooh, I'm good at those. Me too. I'm lying. Yay. Just Just saying, I'm counting on that. I'm, I'm counting on you guys being good. I'm manifesting. Am I making a deck 13. save? Too? No, you're out of range. No. Okay, uh, Axel, you fail. Cool. All right, Christian, Christian number one. Save. 15 on Christ on number one. That's a save. 16 on number two. Save. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Bane affects saving throws or just attacks? Uh, saving throws as well. It okay. Attacks, ability checks, and saves. Minus three, so that is a 13. Oh, that's a failure! Hey. Hey. A for Bane! And a two for a four! That's a failure. So, Hooray. uh, number Only two and three succeeded. are fairy fire. Dear gods, the amount of stacks on number two <laughs> yeah fuck that guy yeah he's just an asshole piece shit so number two and three have advantage on them as yeah. an axle the glitter does cancel out your blur 
So now it's just straight rolls against you. Sorry, man. Get better at dex. <laughs> All right. Anything uh, else for this... Sigmund? My build um, isn't for Dex, man. No, that's 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 all he's gonna do. Uh you know what? We're gonna prepare a bonus action magic stone for next turn. Alright. That will end my turn. So you pick up a couple of rocks on the ground and cast magic stone on them. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. Because magic stone's a, a cantrip. Bonus action. Yeah. Well it's cantrip, because you ca you just cast a level one spell. Oh yeah, well I'm I'm aware of that rule. Yeah, but that's also that's what I was double checking. It's also a bonus action. So. Yeah, I already know it's a bonus action. <clears throat> All right. So, Crisis pulls out the glitter bomb, tosses it forward. Um, Crisis. Crisis, see, Crisis sees this coming, and even though Poison is able to make his way out of the glitter as it explodes, um, the first uh, ghost creature, also seeing the lob, leaps back out of the way, avoiding it. However, Axel and the other two goat creatures are not so lucky and they get caught up and they start glowing as glitter just starts reflecting the firelight off of them. Sporkle. Ah, medieval strippers. They're fabulous. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So, Crisis is up. Yeah. Um, so now because of fairy fire, do I have advantage? No. Yes. It's not, it doesn't cancel cancel. Oh, dang. You do not get the stack advantages. You're still on a straight no. roll for everything except okay. for number one. Number one is still disadvantage. I'll take it. Listen. Okay, so I will... I know, baby. I will uh, whip the second one. Okay. But will you nay-nay the third? Maybe. So make your attack. Watch out! Ah, fuck! Oh, I also, I also need um, crisis... Oh, no, you're already... No, you, yeah, yeah, you still need to make the saving throw. The constitution one? Yep, against the necrotic damage. Eight. So you take... Two points of necrotic damage. Ugh. Rude. And as you bring your whip around to try and attack number two, you feel... Uh, the necrotic aura that surrounds these goat creatures. Oh, wait, no, that should be three damage. Because it's plus two. Uh, it's plus one for every additional goat creature. Interesting. <clears throat> yep. And you feel the necrotic aura that surrounds these creatures just pulse through you, and it makes the disease that's now slowly making its way through your body pulse through you even worse. And as you try to crack the whip, it fails to actually snap through the air and just kind of lands limply across the creature. Oh, I Uh, oh. that brings it up to oh. Axel. I need a constitution oh. save, please. Oh, jeez. I agree. Uh, fuck. It's a 13. 13. That yeah. just succeeds. We take that. We take those. Mm -hmm. Alright. <laughs> so, once again, you starting your turn within the... the area of these creatures you feel this like thick miasma surrounding you and you can feel as like your skin is starting to crawl but you're able to steal yourself and resist the necrotic essence of these creatures around you you're up cool i'm going to attack the one that i have hunter's mark currently so this 
or hex hex cursed. All right. Uh, yeah, my hex yep. cursed. So I'm gonna great axe with advantage. Yep, with advantage. Well, no, right not great axe. Uh, it's supposed to be a great axe. Oh yeah, you're right. It's supposed to be battle axe because I have my shield up. Okay, battle axe and shield. So, let me. So it's just. It's basically the same damage type as a longsword, so I'll just roll a longsword. Oh my god. So that's an 18 to hit. That hits with... Eight. 12 with 12, slash, yeah, 12, 12 slashing slash. damage, but also with Hexblade's Curse, it's an extra 4 damage. Ah, but that doesn't change yeah. anything, because they have no resistances. Oh no, it's plus, two. It's, it's plus 2 to the damage roll. Okay, yeah. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking hex. Yeah, you're just thinking of regular hex. Yeah, so that's 14 points of damage, basically. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, it's not in your roll already? Uh, Six no. plus five plus one. Okay. So, yeah. that is 14 points of damage on number two. And that's it for me. All right. For my bonus action, could I, since I have, since, uh, since I, I probably feel the effect of uh, fairy fire, correct? Yes. I would probably draw blur at that point, since I. That means they would get advantage on you. That would. Uh, oh, that's true. Yes, you're right. So never mind. I won't do that. <clears throat> blur is canceling out the fairy fire, just like fairy fire is canceling. Blur is canceling. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So. Uh, with the very stacked up creature on disadvantages, uh, begins to start glowing brightly behind you. You find your axe, uh, cuts through the air and finds its mark even more easily, and you bring it down, cracking right into the, uh, the corner of the creature's neck. And again, you pull out your axe, and there's a small spray of just, like, black ichor. It comes out and oozes along its fur, matting it even further. Ugh. Creatures bleats at you in anger. Um, actually, does anyone understand Abyssal? Oh shit, I do. You do? Yeah, you hear this thing swear at Axel. Cool. <laughs> nice. I just wag my finger at it. Mm-mm. Uh, no, uh, no. Someone's got a potty mouth. Watch your language. Mm. Um, that okay, was Axel, which brings no. it back up to the creatures. Oh. Uh, so number one, uh, Finn, you hear it. Everyone else hears just this like long, deep bleeding. But Finn, you understand this was not the deal with the white one. There were not supposed to be strong ones here. What? The white one, huh? The white one. Hold up, I gotta write some shit down now. Um, and yeah. it is going to make a tail attack on Crisis. D20 plus four. No advantage on Crisis. That is a 10. So, it brings its whip, its whip, its whip-like tail around, we'll go with that, to try and hit Crisis. But Crisis is just able to avoid the tail coming uh, to crack on him as he 
moves out of the way, kind of rolling on the ground a few feet. As the tail whooshes over his head, you can feel the air pass over you <clears throat> as it misses with its attack. Number two is going to attack Axel because Crisis is still 10 feet from it. So that's first roll. Actually, no, just base roll. That one. You know what? Let's let's do Bane just for the shits and giggles of it. Two. That is a three. Nice. So this one just absolutely stacked with things against it. Even with your blur being canceled out by all of you glowing, its tail tries to crack through the air and catches a blur instead as your mirage just kind of shimmers around the tail for a second and reforms itself. Creature misses with its attack. And the last one is going to also make an attack on Axel. Straight roll. For a 10. It also oh misses. God. So yeah, these creatures just miss inf indefinitely with their attacks this turn. Their tails just whooshing through the air and cutting raindrops, but not hitting a single one of you. Oh my God. That's right. You don't touch my people. <clears throat> And the third one on its turn, uh, uh, it also says, uh, Finn understands. <clears throat> it is no easy meals today. We should leave. Uh, so Finn, you're up. You're outside of effect, so no con save. Question. Yes. In relation to where everybody is, they could get they could just turn tail and run like there's nobody to cut them off, right? I could. I mean Axel could get a uh attack of opportunity on them, as could Crisis, but that's it. Um Would it cost me my action to tell everybody that they're about to run? No. Okay. Talking just, is, is like unsheathing a weapon. It's part of a move action. It's it's a free thing unless you're doing like a really long speech. Okay, then uh, I'll just say I'll just say they're gonna run. Leave one alive, and then I'll I'll uh, Eldritch blast one of them. Okay, which the one, one you blast? Eldritch blasted the the one that I already blasted. Okay, so that's a straight roll because that one does not have fairy fire on it. Blasting. All right. Blasting. Don't shoot my mom. What? God, God, kill my mom. <laughs> 17, God, 13 God, points God, of damage. God. That hits. Nice. All right, God, so. Use it down there. So you again launch another Eldritch Blast, cracking the creature now, this time in the stomach. And you watch as part of the stomach just opens up, and you can see parts of its intestines are now just hanging out of its stomach. Ugh. Want to cut a new deal? Uh, Smiley is up. Okay. You are hidden. Yep. Can you can you give me an exact ping on where they are? Uh, still the same three circles. Okay. In that case, I'm gonna use the. Uh, is this guy in any kind of rough condition? Uh, so the top one there, that would be uh the one that's been damaged the most, but is not fairy fired. 
The other That's two are fairy fired. So doesn't change much. You still have advantage anyways. Yeah, and I'm going to use a dash action to get right up to it. Okay, so that's your bonus. And I'm going to sneak attack with advantage. Yep. On a rapier. Which, hopefully now we get one that hits. Freaking... Fucking suck on that. 25 for 24 damage. Dear lords. Okay. So, Smiley's still hidden and the creatures uh, with their focused... With their attention focused on, uh, uh, on on Crisis, on Axel, dashes up behind one of them and just spears it through with his rapier. Suck on that, you smelly fuck. I gotcha. Um, doing an extensive, extensive amount of damage. Yeah, that one is now looking very, very, very hurt. Yeah, that one's looking really bad now. <clears throat> and as you pull out your sword, just again, this black ichor oozes down both points of the wound and is coating part of your weapon. Um, then Smiley, Sigmund's up. You are also out of range. I'm also out of range. Yeah, of the um, of the effect. <clears throat> and they're still there. Yeah, they're still in the same spot. Okay, I'm gonna move around this. Uh, I'm going to move around this log pile to about over here. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to throw a rock at uh, this one back here. All right. Make your attack. With advantage. Yes, sir. Eighteen to hit, yeah, that hits. Five points of bludgeoning. Five points. All right, so that's the first time that one's been hit. Five. Oh, there we go. The same thing just kind of creeps up behind, not entirely stealthily, but pitches a stone underhanded speed and accuracy, and cracks the creature in the head, hitting one of the horns, knocking its head to the side a bit. Looks over to you angrily. Um, Sigmund, Crisis is up. I need a constitution saving throw, please. Nine. Nine, that fails. Of course it does. So that's a d6 plus two. Five points of necrotic damage. Ah, oh, jeez. So again, the necrotic and rotting essence of these creatures pulses through your body, and you cough, and you feel there's a bit of blood that comes out of there. Oh, jeez. Which one's the one that's looking hella hurt? Is it number um, two? Number one. Oh, okay. So the one that's I'm right next to you. I'm going to keep attacking number two. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep attacking number two. Okay, make your attack. <laughs> Come on, buddy. 17! That hits. Finally. So, 9 Wait. slashing damage. Plus Hunter's Mark. Yep, and you have your swarm out. Yeah, of course I do. Oh. 
one swarm assist. So that is a total of 12 points of damage. Still good. So you finally crack a whip as this creature's attention is turned elsewhere, smacking in the back of its head. And as you do, your bugs spray off of your whip and latch onto it. Um, just kind of opening the wound a little more. You watch as a few of the magical swarm actually fall away as they turn black and just disintegrate from the ichor that they've eaten away at. Yuck. <clears throat> They're like, that's not tasty. That? Yeah, 12 points. Alright. That one's looking fairly hurt as well. Still. <clears throat> Uh, Axel, your turn. I need a constitution saving throw, please. Nine. Nine. That's a fail. So you take four points of necrotic damage, reduced to two. Twinsies. I'm going to... Hmm. How how does this one look comparative? Uh, like, which one? Number two? Or there's, three? There's, there's the one in front of me and the one in back. So the one like, in front is the one that's baned, hunter's marked, hex cursed, and fairy fired. Uh, that one's looking pretty rough, but not dead. Um, the one behind you has only taken one hit, and it looks pretty fine. I think the rest of you guys are able to. Middle one, I'm gonna go to the one behind me. None of them escape. Okay, so make your attack. So I have advantage. Yep, that one's also very fired. Yeah. Dear lords. 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yes. For 11 slashing plus 2. With 13 uh, points no, of slashing. No, plus, plus 2 is only from... Oh, yeah, because uh, hex. You don't have the hex on this one. Yes. So that's 11 slashing. Brings it to... I love 11s. They're so easy to calculate. And then I'm going to. Should I hold it? Yeah, I'll hold it. I'm just gonna stay in between them. I, I'm gonna keep a misty step just in case they, uh, either of them tries to run though. All right. So, you, this time now turn, kind of keeping your shield a little between you and the other one. Bring your axe down and chop a large chunk of flesh off of the creature's arm. Oh, no. And you watch as the flesh just flaws away as if it was hardly even being held on there at all. And the entire musculature is just blackened and green with uh, disease and ichor and just starts dripping down the creature's arm onto the ground. You see the grass rotting away where it hits. Oh, no. uh, which brings it up to the creatures. <clears throat> um... Finn, you hear the first one once again <clears throat> speak to the other two. No, we killed them all. That was the agreement. <laughs> so that one is going to make its attack on... Mm. Smiley this time. Because Smiley damaged it and Crisis hasn't done shit to it. <clears throat> Spring his tail around. Four a seven. That does not hit. Wow! <clears throat> so the tail whips around, but Smiley already kind of backed away a little bit, is able to bat it away with the long of his rapier, and the tail cracks mere inches from his face, doing absolutely nothing. 
staring it down, steely-eyed. Yep. Uh, all right, so that brings it to number two, who is... Yeah, still going to attack Axel. Um, okay. Straight roll. That is a 21 to hit. That's the second one. Yep. Oh, yep. D4. So that is a 17 to hit. That just misses. All right. No. <clears throat> so it brings its tail, tries to pierce through you, but you easily just smack it down with your shield and instead hits the, the ground, spraying up a small patch of dirt with a snap of its tail. And lastly, the third one, also going to attack uh, Axel for 16. So that doesn't hit either. No, it does not. So this one as well, just tries cracking its tail in your direction. But using the momentum of your shield, you swing around and bat away that tail as well. You can hear the, uh, like the bony protrusion on the end of its tail scraping against your shield as it slides off. <clears throat> um, Finn, you're up. Uh, okay, so which one? This one's not fairy-fired, uh, right? No, it, yeah. not fairy-fired, but it's also the most hurt. There's also this one. Who has fairy-fire on it? The middle. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna, wa I'm not gonna waste a guiding bolt, then. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll, um... <clears throat> I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one that is the most hurt. All right, that would be number one, that's so that's a straight roll. And doing. I've been ripping him apart, so I'm going to keep doing that. 12 misses. Shit. Well, as I do that, I'm going to be like, I suggest you tell me who the white one is. In <laughs> Abyssal? Yeah. So you crack off an Eldritch Blast, but as you do, the creature... Uh, squats down, avoiding the blast as it streaks off into the distance and pops in the air with a burst of green-black energy, kind of throwing around, throwing some raindrops away from it. Um, Smiley, you're up. I need a constitution saving throw, please. Deedly doodly, neighborino. Well, howdy day. Woo. 17, really that's sexy, a success. Sexy Flanders. Nope. I'm still just staring this thing down. Yep. All right, you're up. Uh, I believe I still can get a sneak attack yet. Yes, because Crisis is right next to it. Beautiful. Noise. 15 hits. No, no, that's a 15 damage. Oh, 24 20. attacks. Sorry. My mic's in the way. <laughs> I mean, look, yes, if you want it. 24 hits as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 15 points of piercing damage. And that's on number one, right? Yeah. Okay. So this time you bring your rapier around, give it a small flourish, and just pierce through the goat creature's skull straight through one eye. And you feel the body go limp, the weight partially on your rapier for a second before you cleanly rip it out and the goat creature falls limp to the ground. Uh, I'm going to, okay, as my move, I'm going to step over its body. Mm-hmm. At like right up to the next one. I'm gonna do the full like the full JoJo. I can't kick your ass unless I get closer, and like point my weapon at the next one. All right. <laughs> so that was Smiley. Sigmund's up. Uh, Sigmund, I need a Constitution saving throw, please. Oh, this thing's. Dead. Oh, there's one right next to me. No, it's within thirty feet. 
Oh, okay. Con save it is. Yep. I'm good at those. 23, you succeed. Except I did that at advantage. That was Yeah, that bad. was still the first roll. First the, the, the other, the, the, yeah, that's fair. They would so. have both succeed anyways. <clears throat> uh, we so are you, going to... As you get closer, you feel the necrotic essence of this creature kind of start pressing it around you, but you're able to resist it well enough. <clears throat> and uh, the middle guy that's right next to Smiley? Yep, that one is... Very it's a magic fired. stone to the back of the head. All right, with advantage. 24 to hit. That hits. Five points of bludgeoning damage. All right. So that brings it down to that. So, <laughs> man, that thing's just so stacked. <clears throat> so this time you take, a, you just... take a, a magic stone and toss it between uh, Axel and Smiley and crack this creature in the back of the head. Its head lurches forward for a second as the stone hits. It just rubs the back of its head and looks at you. It honestly just... It looks disappointed and a little <laughs> degraded by just how much is against it. It's just sad. Okay. It looks a little sad. If you ever heard a, a goat bleat sigh, it, it bleat sighs. <laughs> Um, so that's Crisis is up. I need a Constitution saving throw, please. Thirteen. Saves. Yay. This time you're able to resist the necrotic aura of the creatures. Fuck this. Out of sheer rage. Okay, well, same thing. I'm a whip uh, number two. All right. Fuck Great you. Roll. Natural 20. Oh, bitches. And do you have the life-stealing scythe? Uh, life-stealing whip attuned? I... Yes. So, you do an extra 3d6 necrotic. Oh, my God. Extra 3d6? Mm. Yep. Okay, I don't have that yet. Oh. oh. Bryce has got the net 20. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not sure. There you go. You gain 10 hit points. Oh, <laughs> Fuck Wait, yes. let me see if that's temporary tank, hit. Temporary hit points, not uh, healed. Aww. Those are temporary okay, hit points. Let's do. I'll take it. Oh, fuck All right. Yeah. So what? that is uh, a grand total of 13 for 11, 21. Oh, my dear lords. That just kills it. Noise. Well, I still have Hunter's Mark and Swarm Assist. Yep. So roll your damage for those anyways. Might as well. Might as well. Just and for don't forget, me. Hunter's Mark is also doubled. It's all dice. Do I just roll it twice? Yep. Oh. So that's a grand total of 11, 16, 17, 22, 32 points of damage. As Crisis takes the, the spine whip, cracks the creature in the back of the neck, and its head just bursts in a, so. an explosion of uh, ichor and necrotic energy, and you watch as this black miasma seeps from the neck, goes into the whip, and heals Crisis a bit. And you can see the the veins on Crisis that were starting to bulge um, kind of dissipate and, and uh, diminish a bit. 
as you gain 10, po 10 temporary hit points. And I'm gonna do like smiley and just turn to the last remaining one and go like your next with my whip. Hey. With a small like worked. whip, with a small whip crack flourish. We're just straight murking these things at this point. Yeah. Finally. All right. So crisis axles up. I need a con save, please. And also because it the 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 goat died with my hunter's mark and not my hex blades curse on it, I re. Go to full. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna move my hunter's uh, That's a... Yeah, you can move 21. it as a bonus. Yeah. 21 con save, that succeeds. Yeah, and then... Yeah, seeing as though that this that both of the ones that are in front of me are dead, I'm going to... Well, there is the there is the one that was right behind you that's still alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kind of position myself to be in front it now so i'm kind of like i'm trying to put myself in front of it instead of uh, like between it and like the rest of like the valley so it can't exactly run away so i'm kind of okay yeah, so i'm kind of like you're just shifting. yeah you're you're shimmying around it yeah exactly and i'll take my attacks okay That is an 18 at advantage. <clears throat> yeah. With uh, 12, 12 slashing, points, so. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, once again, you you shimmy around the creature this time, blocking it off between uh, Crisis and Smiley and yourself. Mm -hmm. Bring your axe down on it, uh, just on its back, cutting open, cutting it open. You feel the axe kind of grind against its spine a bit as the flesh peels open, and just hangs loosely gaping further than a normal wound would just again the black ichor dripping down it and this creature's coated in blood and gross now <clears throat> which brings it to that yeah. creature um yeah it's just gonna keep attacking so it's going to <clears throat> attack axel mm-hmm That's a 12. Mm -hmm. That fails. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, it tries to attack, but it's... It's been hit pretty hard. <clears throat> and as it tries to spear you with its tail, it just collides with your plate armor and does nothing. Too weak to actually get a decent attack in. <clears throat> or your scale mail, sorry. Wrong person. <laughs> um... No, Finn, you're up. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, how many are still standing? Just Two? the one. Just the one? Yeah, and it is not baned. And it's not baned, and everybody's fucking it up? Yep. Okay, guys, stop fucking it up. We need answers. We can <laughs> we can fuck it up until it's not awake, instead of until it's not alive. I mean... Uh, how hurt does it look? Um, it's decently hurt. Decently hurt? We'll say a two out of three. Or no, a one out of three. Sorry. Okay. That's more fun. I'll 
Alright. <laughs> I've never seen attack roll with advantage. I've never seen a shift like that before. Can I can I specify non lethal with Aldrich Blast? I'll say sure. Okay. You can target a limb instead of its head. <laughs> Special beam cannon, but aiming for the for, but aiming for the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, so dirty 20, 12 points of force damage. All right. So targeting a non-lethal spot, you Eldritch Blast collide with the uh, creature's arm, kind of blasting it backwards, and you can hear the snap and a crack of bone as the force damage blasts it in an awkward and unnatural position. Oh, snap, crackle, pop, motherfucker. So that is... I don't know why I had to do calculations. <laughs> that was an easy damage roll. All right, so Smiley is up. I need a constitution saving throw, please. Yes, indeed. Probably gonna fail this one. Yep. That's an 11, so that is just 1d6 of damage. So two points of necrotic damage. Ow. And, and for uh... the first time, you feel the necrotic essence of this creature finally hit you. Um, as your adrenaline is kind of starting to wear off a little bit, and it's just this, your nostrils and your, your throat are burning from, from the aura around this creature. Your go. <clears throat> Saunter up to it and sneak attack. Uh, obviously okay. not specifically kill it. Alright, with advantage. Oh, with advantage. Yeah, it's, it's very fired. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> Alright, so your two attack, so your attack goes for it, but your rapier ends up... It moves just out of the way enough that your rapier catches its thick, like, mantle of fur instead of its body as you're trying to go non-lethal, and unfortunately you miss the attack and you bring it out, and there's just this small slice of fur that comes with the rapier as you pull away. I, I look at it and I go, please bathe. You're so... You smell so bad that it distracted me and I missed. Ah, good one. All right. Uh, next up is Sigmund. Uh, con save, please. Yes, sir. This time, let's not do it at advantage. 16. 16. That succeeds. Uh, last stone on the one that's left in front of me. All right. Make your attack. Give me that advantage button. Never specified non-lethal. Uh, stone yeah, push no, it. I didn't, I didn't. That's my bad. No, that's what. Don't worry about it. Just a stone through. Five points of bludgeoning damage. Not, Not gonna that kill, it would kill him anyway. No. You're doing a pretty standard five points of damage. Yeah, this is third one. I've rolled You're... three ones consistently. Oh, that is terrible. Time. That is terrible. That's consistency. We like to see that though. That brings it down to there. Yeah, now it's looking its looking really, really rough now. I mean, yeah, better better five points every turn as opposed to my, like, oh, hey, I'm going to miss three turns in a row, then I'm going to do 50 damage over two turns, then I'm going to miss three turns again. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm hitting so, consistently. So exactly. Sigmund takes the last magic stone, and again, a nice underhand, but this time with a slight upwards angle, Toss into the back of the creature's head, cracks it another five points of damage. You see, there's like a small chunk of uh, scalp and possibly a little bit of skull that's 
blasts away with the magic stone. Uh, crisis is up. Constitution saving throw, please. Eight. All right, so that is three points of necrotic damage. Take that off of your temporary hit points. Hell yeah. Oh, geez, this is difficult while holding a baby. Yeah, you chill there. All right, so you're up. Um, your Hunter's Mark was already moved on your last turn. Yep. So this one is Hunter's so Mark will, now. I will whip it, and I will specify non-lethal. All right, so make your attack uh, at advantage, because you have pack tactics, and it's very fired. Oh, no, at this at, at straight roll, sorry, because you were also poisoned. Because, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm still sick. I keep forgetting. Nine. Fuck. So as you go to uh, crack it with the whip, the the temporary healing uh, afforded to you by your whip wears off slightly, and the poisoning pulses through you once more. And as you try to crack your whip, it instead cracks the air beside the creature and does not hit. Um, Axel, you're up. Con save, please. Nineteen succeeds. Before I attack it, I'm just gonna say to it, "You should give up." Um, and I'm gonna. It just bleats at you, and uh, Finn, you hear it go, "Never." I'm gonna take out his legs. <laughs> okay, make your attack at advantage. Seventeen for fourteen slashing. That yeah, that takes it out. So you, yep, with with a single swipe. Yep, with a single swipe, your axe takes out both of its knees and it collapses to the ground, unconscious, but not dead, as you specify non-lethal. Okay, tied up. I should probably make sure it doesn't die because we tie it up now. It's gonna die out. Can't you, like, spare it from dying or something? Well, it's unconscious DM. Do I need to cast Spare the Dying on this thing to make sure that it's not dead? No, you like... specified non-lethal. Yeah. You do not uh, go for a killing okay. blow, so it's not bleeding out. Yeah. It is it horribly mangled, but... Cool. Do I have, like... I don't have rope. I got a bag of sand. I have rope, but I don't have, like... Do I have, like, pins or something that I can, like, go into the ground so that... Uh, you have your if you have uh, climbing pythons, you have those. I, I do not. I do, and okay. I have. Okay. would be useful. Are I there... mean, to be fair, I think this campaign has used pythons more than any other campaign I've ever DM'd. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. We use all the animal. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, gonna... Are the bodies still hanging around? I'll. Uh... Yeah, there's. Well, yeah, they're, they're trying, still there. <laughs> okay, well, they're tying them up. I guess I'll go and inspect the other bodies. Look for any, anything on them, any clues, anything. Uh, specify what are you looking for? Objects? Like, like I'm looking for well, just objects that they have on them, or anything that might link them to someone. Okay, roll investigation. Okay. As we're tying them up, I'm just gonna look at. Smile, you should probably tie up. The 
Tie up the what? The tail. 19? Oh. I don't know why that would have been. It's... Whoops. Well, it's a double it 19 anyways. <laughs> I saw it trying to yeah. jab Crisis, so, you know. Oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. That, that tail is very clearly a deadly weapon. Okay. I don't think it can um, use its stumps, so I think we're okay there. I was going to look something up, right. Alright, so, uh, with a double 19, regardless of the advantage or not, then you search through their bodies, and they are absolutely disgusting, especially with how mangled they are. Um, you find nothing. They're completely unarmed and do not carry anything other than the small, tattered amount of cloth that kind of surrounds their groin area. That's about it. These creatures don't seem to have any belongings to any degree. Okay. Uh, so then, all the group is tying up the one that's still alive. Uh, I'll go... Uh, so the other two have nothing on them, but during the fight they were talking about how they'd cut a deal with the white one. Who's, who is the white one? That is what I would like to find out. Uh, they said that... They said that... Uh, there weren't supposed to be strong ones. I assume strong ones means us. I'll take that as an ego boost. A uh, fair assumption. Could that be a reference to one of uh, Sir Zed's compatriots? Could be. I, I, I feel like there was one that was like like white hair, very pale, something along those lines. I don't recall, though. Sorry? I was reading something. <laughs> uh, could... it wasn't uh, one of Sir Zed's cronies, like, quiet? Quiet? White. 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 Suit, like, like, white, white all over, like, white hair or some shit like that. I seem to remember that for some no, reason. No, you're remembering, um, Fiori. Oh, the, that... The, this strange person in the tower that you found. Yeah. That was the white all over individual. Yeah. So could it be them? I hope not. Fiora but... was cool. Cool. What? They had a bunch of dissected things. Wait, no. Fiori is someone else. I think. No. Fiori. Fiori is um the very emaciated strange individual with a blank stare that was in that random tower you found in the middle of the woods that had a bunch of like um yeah. dissected specimens and articulated skeletons all around their tower um and we were trying to figure out if we could take them and we absolutely could not oh yeah yeah, yeah. yep yeah they also gave you two three healing potions and we gave them a beetle Uh, so yeah, I have no idea what the white, who the white one could be. I don't know if some of the denizens of this camp might know, but I'm hesitant to call them out of their hiding spot in case more come. I mean, if there were more coming, they would have already intervened by now. Once we, once they saw us massacring their three guys. Maybe. They did say there was only three. Oh. 
I don't know. The fiendish types don't seem very much like the loyalty-driven kind to me. They seem more of like the, you know. No, but we've been we've been taking hits, and that they're like well known for jumping on any advantage they can find. Numbers is a big advantage, you know. But even these guys, when they had the chance to run, they didn't take it. And give like a a little knock on the door. Sorry. Uh, is there's like a door to the uh, to the, the cave? Cavern, right? No, it's just an open no? cave. Oh, okay, I thought they had. Like, you can see like there's a few um, there's a few of the the huntsmen and guards peeking through the opening to the cave as they've heard the combat. Okay, then I'll wave one over. Okay. <clears throat> you you wave one of them over and you can see it's Thodane. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Hello. I see you've done uh, great with the these creations. This is fantastic and amazing. You're... Ah! I love it! Thank you. Do, uh, do you have any idea who they could be referring to as the white one? You, you, you see him just pause and think for a second, clasp both your shoulders and go, I have absolutely no idea. You know what? Fair enough. I I appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> and you see him turn, like, kind of point generally towards the cave and go, not a whole lot of white people around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, right. So, so then, of course, uh, I'm just trying to figure out, because they said they cut a deal with the white one. So. Well, it is unsettling. Yeah. Also, they insulted your strength. So, this is rude. Well, they, I'm not known exactly for being extraordinarily strong. At the, uh, I mean, you look strong. Ah, st <laughs> stronger than some of the others here, but I'm knowing you. Kind of points towards Axel. That. <laughs> it's okay, Thodane. We know we know your strength is emotional strength. <laughs> You see, like, there's a small tear in his eye. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, someone has noticed. Okay, well then, have we tied this thing up? We yeah, you guys up? have sufficiently tied this up. Does anybody else speak Abyssal, or is it just me? It's hardly in me. I'm pretty sure it's just you. Axel? Axel is on a BRB. Oh. Um, but well, then I guess I'm talking to it. Let's see. Axel does not understand abyssal. Then uh, looks like I'm the liaison. So when, All right. You guys pick this thing up. Ask some questions. What do you want me to ask it? I mean, I'm the only one that understands it, so maybe it's on me. But who do you work for? Well, yeah, I think that was probably the first and most uh, prevalent line of questioning that we had. Crisis? That's pretty much it. Yeah? Yeah. Anybody else have any pressing concerns? Why? All right, let's go. Let's smack it awake, let's go. <laughs> bop, bop. Uh, uh, 
Sigmund's going to pull Finn aside for a second before he starts. Okay. And um, he's going to say, Tell it the White One is disappointed in its performance. Let's see what that provokes. Uh, oh, tell it that we were a test, test from the White One. And it and it, and it brothers failed. Mm hmm. I guess I'll, uh, I'll go wake it up. All right. And try and look real, um, you know what? For this, I'm going to hide my holy symbol, I guess. Not that it really matters, but mm -hmm. I may as well just see if it helps. Hide my holy symbol, and I'll give it a couple of slaps across the face, and as it's, as it's stirring, I'll just go... The white one's really disappointed in the performance. In Abyssal. Alright. <clears throat> it kind of stirs and its head shakes you. And, and as you're closer to the creature, you see its um, sideways goat pupils stare up at you. And to the rest of everyone, it sounds like the goat's just bleeding very deeply in semi-pattern of speech. Uh, Finn uh, understands the abyssal. I care not what the white one thinks. We did as contracted. Doesn't look like it. We were not told there would be others here. Isn't it your responsibility to prepare for that? It doesn't respond. It stares at you. Huh. I wonder. Okay. okay. Ask where the white one is. No, don't. That, that don't feel like that. Give away the, the who the white one is. Well, this seems like a failure at upholding your end. So what am I supposed to tell the White One? Doesn't answer. Just stares at you more. I wonder if I can... I don't know that this would work on a... Uh... It still has its tail, right? Yeah, it still has its tail. And that's like its main weapon? Yep. It has been sufficiently tied back and down, so it can't attack you with it. Okay, I'm gonna look around. Who has who's holding a sword? Me. Uh yeah, Smiley has his rapier. Axel does have an axe. Uh okay, I'll just be, Smiley, could you pass me your sword? I hand it over to him. Okay, I'll, so I'll take Smiley's sword, and I'll look at the demon, and I'll go, your uh, tail seems pretty precious to you. And I'll get ready to, like, cut its tail off. It narrows its eyes at you. That's it. What should I tell 
the white one. And I'll start taking the blade into its tail. Uh, roll intimidation. Okay, let's go. Don't fuck me. 23. Woo! Dear fucking gods. Okay. Um. Yeah. Hmm. How would it respond? Considering how um, smelly it is, its tone kind of changes a bit. Um, not exactly begging, but it has a more desperate tone to his voice. He goes, "We only did as we were told. We were summoned um, uh, for this purpose." Are Are you translating this for us, by the way? Uh, not at the moment, no. You, you might want to, because I, I, I like keep coming up with responses, but I don't want to metagame. Uh, well, if I translate right now, it's gonna, it's gonna get clued in that something's amiss. Well, right now I'm just trying to intimidate it into giving me some information on the white one. Uh, but like, okay, so uh, DM, it said it only did as it was contracted. Yeah, only did as it was told. I'll dig the uh, blade in. A little bit deeper, and it's, and say, well, it seems like you fell short of that, didn't you? If the contract ends, there's no need. It's looking a bit panicked now. Need for what? No need for for drastic measures. You, it's starting to struggle against the binds and restraints. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna walk up next to it and knock an arrow at point-blank range at its eye. Uh, I'll... I'll let up on the sword a little bit. Okay. And I'll say, well, then don't make me take drastic measures. Repeat the contract to me. <coughs> Um, you watch as uh, like its its tense shoulders um, relax just a little bit, but it's eyeing between you and Smiley. Um, roll another intimidation check with advantage, because Smiley's helping you by threatening it. Damn! Like, could I do like a quick like scat like scout thirty twenty doing this? Could I do like a quick um? Schmalls around the camp to make sure. To, to what? To just like do a little, just like walk around, take some looks, make sure that there's nothing like else coming or if like uh, there's more than sure. just them. Um, <clears throat> roll. Uh, say roll perception. Cool. <clears throat> hey, it's 30 20. All right, so first, uh, the Dirty 20 on Finn. We were to come every night and kill as many as possible until everyone was dead. Destroy as much as possible. All right. <laughs> well, then to that, I'll say, and does this look like a completed contract to you? 
It was not in one night. Who am I hearing? What is Just randomly heard other audio for a second. <laughs> yeah, me too. <clears throat> it was not. It was not a nightly thing, a one night thing. It was as long as it took. Every night we come, we kill, we return. Yes, until everyone's dead, and how are you going to finish everyone off when you have no compatriots? I'm not using my mic mic. I was using my computer audio. I'm sorry. And <laughs> <laughs> worse, it could have been porn. It could have been porn. Mm hmm. In which case, I just cut it out. Mm -hmm. uh, it just it doesn't really respond to you it just stares at you there's still a little bit of fear in its eyes hmm. okay um, I will well can I knock it out again <laughs> sure how are you gonna knock it out I mean, we just kick it in the head or Okay. Uh, make, a, make a straight... Make an unarmed attack. So strength and proficiency. Oh, God. All right. Straight roll. Five. <laughs> you go to kick it in the head, and instead of actually kicking its head, you kick one of the horns... And you can hear mm -hmm. your toe crack against the horn. Ah, fuck, someone else knock it out. Um, I'll, I'll just like put away my bow and arrow, gently take back my <laughs> gently take back my rapier, yeah, and say, and and just like conk it really hard on the on the top of its head with the pommel. Okay. Um. Uh, so make a, yep, yeah, strength with proficiency, attack. It's still a finesse weapon. It's conking with the pommel. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's gonna fail miserably. Um, because that would be really, really embarrassing. At this point, we should just kill it. <laughs> with with proficiency, you said, right? Yeah, with proficiency. So it's this plus two. So eleven. Eleven. <laughs> you hit it on the head. And it's jostled a bit. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll allow it, even though it's AC is 13. It's tied. You smack it, and it conks out again. Okay, its eyes roll so back into its head. It was just too pathetic that to not give that one to us, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a little pathetic. That was sad. Okay, so basically, it signed a contract with the white one uh, to come in here, kill as many as people as possible, destroy as much as possible every single night until everything was dead. That was the contract. That it made with the white one. Who is the white one? We well, still don't know that. You asked me to go in pretending I knew the white one, so I figured it would probably be stupid if I asked it, hey, who's the white one? In that line of questioning. So I didn't. Which was astute. It probably doesn't even know who the white one is. I That would be my assumption, which is why I asked you to do that instead of asking about the white one. <laughs> but so I this is a one wants something here 
or they're just trying to distract from whatever they're doing. My question becomes, why send them? My question. Why what, send what do you want here to send a demons to destroy this these people? Uh, that question, I believe, will be answered if we can figure out who the white one is. Now, okay. in terms of figuring out who the white one is, I don't even know if this would actually do anything. But we could cut this thing loose, tell it to return to the white one, and tail it. But that would be a logical next step. We received instructions to release you so you can return and explain your failure. Basically. Yeah. Or, or, you know, I could come in with an air of benevolence and be like, the one's going to give you a second chance. Go report to them. And then we let them go off for a bit and then we tail them. Good work. And then if it doesn't work, we just kill them. Uh, you know. I mean, I, I, I say there's no... I, I say there's no ifs, ands, or but about whether we kill it. We do kill it, just yes. when is the question. I, exactly. I'm just saying if it fails early, we can just kill it. So we don't really need to worry. I'd also like to point out that it has no legs. Oh, shit, right? <laughs> Drag yourself back. Yeah. Crawl. Crawl. Uh, so while this is happening... Uh, Axel, you're walking around the uh, the camp, kind of just looking to see if there's any other attackers, any other um, threats, and you mm -hmm. notice as you're going along one of the edges, there's this um, faint glow uh, coming from some ways up the nearby uh, hill slant, hilltop. Mm. Is it like, obviously it's magical, yes. Uh, like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty stable glow. It's not like a, uh, it's not a flickering fire or anything, and it's okay. purplish in hue. Right. And it's just like a broad glow. It's not like almost like being pointed toward us. It's no, it's, just the, it's like not a general. beacon or anything. It's not moving, and it's a pretty faint glow, especially through the rain. I'm gonna go to it. Okay. You head on over to it and. Uh, where you end up is this relatively large, like, boulder set in the side of the mountain. And on the back side of it, you see there is, um, a sigil carved into it that is glowing purple. Hmm. And pulsing, like, sl ever so slightly. It's on a boulder, so I wouldn't be able to grab it, no? No, it's it's carved into the, the boulder. Can I make a <clears throat> intelligence check? If I can understand. Like, I'm not the smart one. Are you can I, like, do an intelligence check or something to, like, see if I can... Understand what it is, or what yeah, the... Just, have, just a for, like, does this rune, like, is it connected to any specific culture, or... Uh see here like because like, i only read so infernal you yeah you understand the script it's infernal script but it's not infernal language okay um so again it's like reading whatever spanish german mm -hmm. same script different language um 
if you want to understand what the meaning is or what the purpose is, you can roll an arcana check. Oh, the arcana check. Nope. Three. No. Uh, you have no idea. Without knowing exactly what this says, it's impossible for you to really discern what the purpose of the sigil is. How long has this been glowing? Like, what do I, can you I only, muster? You only just noticed it. It doesn't seem to have any fade over time or anything, so you have no idea mm. how long it's been there or how long it's been active. <clears throat> um, perhaps ask one of the uh, older elves. If, if they... Is it, it's, it's in the camp, or is it just a little bit outside? It's, it's a ways away from the camp. Ooh, so it might not even be them. Uh, like it's it's where you guys had been watching the camp from above on the on the hillside. It's around mm. there, but not where exactly where you were. It's a little ways off to one side. There's a whole bunch of uh, like boulders and large rock faces along that hillside. I'm gonna make a mental note of this, and I'm gonna go back to the. Okay. It's around the end of that conversation. Axel returns to you guys. Hey, I found a weird fucking glowing rock. What? Show me where the rock is. They, they can handle it. the interrogation. Cool. I'm gonna <laughs> grab. I'm gonna grab them and I'm gonna bring them, and hopefully it's still there. Okay. So, you, uh, so Axel and Sigmund return to the rock, and as you know where it is, you can spot the glow pretty easily right away again and you go back up with Sigmund Sigmund about halfway there you notice there's that purple glow as well <coughs> and you go around the back of the rock and you can see that same uh, glowing sigil do you know Infernal? I do not know okay, so you don't understand yeah so you don't understand yeah. the script but you do now know it is Infernal it is just what a sigil it say? it's just it's kind of weird because it's not exactly in the way of anything what does it say, Axel? It's not... It's not like a set. It's not like a phrase. It's like... Script... It's... I don't know. Like, I'm... Is it... Like, I can't... I can't understand it. Describe to me each character and the pattern. I proceed to try my best. Okay. Um... So, it is a single sigil. Mm -hmm. Uh... Written in Infernal, it's... The way it's made is that it creates a single word through the sigil of combined characters, but without knowing the language it's actually in, all you have is the abyssal or the the, the infernal characters that make it up. And much um, like like with, like with kanji, it's it's a character creates a certain yeah it, it creates a it would vowel or a word. yeah a certain small portion of a word. Hmm. Sigmund's going to draw it. Okay. He's going to replicate it. And, um... If I look around, I don't see any can other... Can I... Do, 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 I do have it prepared. I would like to ritually cast Detect Magic. Okay. Um. So you're going to take the 10 minutes for that? Or 11 minutes for uh -huh. that? Yep. <clears throat> 10 minutes or 11 minutes? 
It's like 10 minutes and 6 seconds. Okay, that's what I thought. I was thinking um, identify. <clears throat> so, you, you take your 10 and 6 uh, to identify this sigil. It is... Um, actually, let me check the identify spell, see what else it... Can no, it's see. not identify, it's detect magic. Oh, detect magic, sorry. Yeah. Detect. So that's only going to tell you... Uh, so it's conjuration magic. Conjuration magic. Yep. Hmm. Well, now this is getting interesting. Is it carved in, or is it like flush? As it's car it's carved down. in. It's carved into okay. the stone. Okay. Um. Well, now. Roll uh, as just a straight intelligence check, Axel. Straight intelligence. Oh, Axel. Yeah. Because he's Let's he's fourteen. 14. Uh. Yes. You've been around a few rock carvings. You've had to do a few in your time. Just in your hometown this wasn't carved in by tools there's no tool markings and all of the edges are too perfect this is a like this was pressed in magically mm. and like ironed into the rock or burned into the rock with magic somebody put this here using magic huh And I'll point to him how, like, perfectly aligned the edges. Yes. Oh. Well, it's also a sigil of conjuration magic and emitting a conjuration aura. I think this is warrants more invest a closer and more thorough investigation. I am going to sit Sigmund's going to sit down and start spending the 11 minutes to cast Identify. Okay. Ritually. <clears throat> see here so in this time what are the rest of you doing uh i'm gonna go speak with uh that that older elf and see if yeah, they have any reference point as to what the white one might be well okay. probably tell them that we killed them and they're okay now yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh yes we we have killed two out of three and we're questioning a third okay uh just give me a sec All right, so you guys uh, head into the the cave. <clears throat> Thodane comes along with you. And you see, uh, as you walk in, a little battered and, and gore-splattered, but with the rain washing parts of it away. They all have this, this uh, well, the ones whose faces you can see outside of the shawls all have we a, a look of alleviation. Is someone want to stay you, with it? You two are you two are still there, no? You and Crisis. Crisis I'll, went with Smiley, I believe. I'll yeah. I'll stay behind and watch it. Okay. Okay. Actually, Thodane will stay with uh, Finn. Okay. So Smiley and Crisis go into the uh, into the shrine cavern. You can see the the few people that were armed and guarding have this look of uh, relief as you walk in. And one of them there is Shannadrak. And as you come in, they, they walk up to you and go, I assume since Thodain went outside, this went well? Yeah. Went yeah. well. We've, uh, we've eliminated two of the three threats. 
and the third is tied up outside. Well, then we there. should kill it. We shall, but we need some information from it first, or we can kill it sooner if you can help us with the information we need. They I can try my best. What exactly are you looking for? Uh, fortunately, one of our compatriots speaks Abyssal, and he was able to pick up on a conversation they were having as we fought, uh, saying that they were contracted to come and harass and kill you by the White One. Do you have any reference point for that? I do not know of anyone that would be called the White One. Um, as no, no, I did but... see, uh, just before this happened, we had spotted uh, an individual watching our encampments from up the hill. Were they wearing white? No. Uh, were they next to I believe they were... <laughs> I believe they were wearing Cree. Uh, not too certain as to their color. They s appear to be human. Mm -hmm. Also, our compatriots found magic on a rock. Do any of you guys know a lot about magic that could identify this, maybe? <clears throat> or if it was maybe you guys? No, we... Apart from Nenu and a few basic magical abilities, we do not have any arcane practitioners amongst us. <clears throat> uh, we just have the basic knowledge and abilities that come with being uh, Shadar Kai or Drow. Hmm. Well, they literally only know darkness or fairy fire. <laughs> Crazy. Aside from Nenu, who does seem to have some sort of magical capabilities. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can get an answer out of Nenu regarding the white one. Uh, so you, you asked to see it. Nenu, and Shanna goes, Sure! I'll see if we can find him inside the cavern. Uh, Thank you. Find them, sorry. And uh, Shanna walks with you into the cavern. Starts, like You see there's a fair amount of people that are actually sleeping, so they're being kind of quiet eventually they find nenu kind of back to the uh back to the end of the cave and again nenu is a very decorated and adorned individual uh sleeping shanna kneels down beside them and kind of gently shakes them awake and nenu stirs <clears throat> uh droggy from sleep what can i help you with Shut up. Uh, it is late. Are we okay? We seem to be. Uh, that is good. Why, why am I being woken? <clears throat> I hope and... that you will be able to answer some questions for us. Uh, well, not to interrogate you, but rather if you may have, uh, if you may be able to understand some information that we came across while during our fight. Uh, don't know exactly how much help I would be. Uh, Do you know my anyone? Magical knowledge is, uh, shall we say, limited. Uh, understandable, as is ours. But <laughs> know of anybody who may have cause to go by a title or a name called by the White One? Not at all. My life has been entirely inside this camp, and this family tribe. Whatever you want to call it. 
I'm just saying. Do you know anyone in the camp who may have some in some inkling? No. We've had a few... I wouldn't say recent additions, but outside of the original people who came with us from our homeland uh, that have joined us over time, but they have been here for decades and decades. Okay. I would recommend... I would recommend you all try to find out because that's who's sending demons after you. And you see uh, Nenu look at Shanna with a bit of a worried look. Uh, and they respect... Uh, Shanna, because both of them are theys, uh, responds, like, just gently with a pat on the shoulder to Nenu. Don't worry, we will figure this out and see exactly what we are going to do from now on. Yes, Nenu we're just nods and, and kind of, like, leans back into the position they were in before, like, partially going back to sleep. <clears throat> uh, DM, while I'm with Thodane. Yes. Can I bust out my one bottle of Blue Goose wine that Ooh, I have? Yes, you can. And I will offer some to Thodane. Okay. And I'll, uh, I'll just ask. So, where are you guys from? What brings you here? Why are you on the move? <laughs> so you, you crack open the bottle, and as the cork goes, you watch Thodane quickly look over to you and goes, Celebration! <laughs> this is fantastic. I love you guys. Ah, this is great. <laughs> and you offer it up to him. He takes a good swig, hands it back to you. <clears throat> well, uh, we're not going anywhere. This camp has been here for far beyond my time. Uh, some of the original folks and members of the camp came from the Shadowfeld many, 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 many years ago. Shanna is one of the last ones left from the Shadowfell. Uh, others have come over time. Uh, certain drow or other wayward Shadarkai who have found their way to the camp or have heard of it through uh, the Mistress of the Night as a safe haven for those of our particular ancestry. Do I know anything about Shadowfell? Uh, I believe you rolled history before, but no. now hearing the name, roll another history check. Because this time you're not trying to figure out who they are. Natural 20 for a 24. Okay. <laughs> so now that you hear the word Shadarkai, you do remember uh, one particular book that you've read before on the Shadowfell. These are uh, a race, a subrace of elf that lives primarily inside the Shadowfell. Um, they were originally... Raven Queen doesn't actually exist in this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yay for broken lore uh, they were originally uh, servitors of the gods of death uh, one of which being largely the lady of night Char <clears throat> and being descendants of the Shadowfell their bodies were afflicted over time with certain aspects of the that plane of existence they, they do have abilities to jump between shadows and use shadows to their advantage. They're very similar to Drow, a bit lighter-skinned, darker-haired. Pretty much half the people that you've seen in this camp. They're they're almost like shadow elves, pretty much. Okay. Uh, Alright, so I'll, I'll ask... Uh, so, Thedane, are you from the Shadowfell as well? 
know I was born here. Uh, not in this camp. My parents were from elsewhere, but eventually I found my way here uh, with them. They have s since passed on to the mistress, and I have stayed here. And I now guard the camp. I'm not sure if that's what you're supposed to do, say. For, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not 100% sure of your customs, and I just want to respect them. Um, I'll take a swig from, from the wine bottle. I'll hand it back to him. Is there like significance for like for why the camp is here specifically? Other than I assume the cave. Hmm. But. Well, the cave is just the cave. It is where we have built the shrine. Uh, at the moment, it is mostly out of utility. Uh, this part of the mountains, especially the, the Shadow Spire Mountains, does not get a whole lot of sunshine. Hmm. So the uh, drow amongst our numbers. They do not need to worry about sunlight hurting their eyes uh, most of the time, but if at all, they also have the shadow shawls that were brought over uh, from old times from the Underdark. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, as to why here specifically, if memory serves and the stories are true, this is where the first members of the camp just fell through from the Shadowfell. They fell through here and not really being natives to the plane. They made camp here, hoping to somehow return to their mother plane, but never did, and they have since taken root in this valley. Well, Thodane, it has been a pleasure protecting you guys. You guys are great, and I hope you guys stay safe. And I'll take another swig of the bottle, hand it back to Yep, he takes a swig, and it's been like this back and forth. Uh, you're not really getting sloshed, but there's a buzz starting. Yeah. And the Blue Goose wine is, is pretty good. Yeah, baby. Spent my money well. All right, e. so uh, going back to Axel and Sigmund. Sigmund, your identify uh, finishes. Yes. You learn this to be a variation of the spell Summon Greater Demon. Oh, shit. Ah. Okay. And uh, I'll say with the Identify spell, you learn what the sigil comes to say. And it, sell, it spells out Selmunad. Can I history check whether that's a name or a spell? Uh, sure, history check. <laughs> Actually, that would be, uh, well, Arcana check. Done. Name or spell. <clears throat> if I can... Get my roll to work. Hello? There we go. 14 Arcana. 14! Um, you're not sure. Mm. It does not sell like any, sound like any spell you've heard before. But being as it is in another language and it was used as a spell, you're not too sure what it might be. Its origins are still a little alien to you. You got a Google Translate right here, baby. Yeah, it Axel! Yeah. Axel! <laughs> Axel's right yes. next to you still, unless Axel wanted to. You're just screaming in my ear. I'm like, what? What? I'm here. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Salmunad. What does that mean? Hmm. Arcana check, I'm assuming. Go ahead. 
four. No, no idea. Uh, it's utterly alien to you. Could be a name. Could be the name of these those things. I'm not sure. But we know now that I'm assuming he told me that uh that this was the summon greater demon spell and all that kind of stuff. Oh yes, this this rune is used to summon greater demons, not not the lesser things, not things like a, a quasits, but um, more significant threats. Right. So that either means that the person that they were looking for, the person that they were hired by, came here to summon them. Or they place this sigil here to summon them automatically. Something like that, yes. Um, Sigmund, with the identify and the variation of summon greater demon, you would know it's the latter. This is a timed summoning. So pretty much every night around midnight, it will summon a demon. That but this only summons that. one demon. Oh, shit. And... Judging by the identify with the fact that this says Selmunad, you can assume this might be the demon's name. As many uh, summoning spells might require a true name to function. That's unfortunate. Okay. So, what's um, the dealio? So, uh... This is effectively a time bomb. So what you're saying is we need to get rid of this glyph. Otherwise, they will keep coming under attack again and again and again and again and again. Yep. Well, at least we know now that we can, if we have a way to get rid of these glyphs, they won't come back. And they only come at night, as far as I'm, I'm aware. So we have at least a day. This also only summons one demon, and you guys just fought three. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my with can can I determine if striking the rune or ruining the rune would would dissipate the spell? Um. You've done this before. It if you damage the rune significantly enough that it is no longer viable, yeah, it could uh, destroy the spell. Okay. I'm the, going the to unfortunate, go. Uh, the unfortunate happenstance for runes and glyphs left in certain places, especially ones that are carved into an object. Mm. Destroying the object or rune does tend to break the, the spell. spell. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to go back to the village folk. I'm going to be a bit behind him, but knowing that I'm going to just shove a bunch of Eldritch Blasts into the boulder and oh, see if it works. There's breaks. more efficient ways to do this. You need a physical object, and we need to physically break the rune. You can't just blast it a few dozen times. Right. I'm going to put my hand down and walk toward him. <laughs> There's a little bit of, like, crackling energy that just dissipates off the fingers. Yeah. yeah. So, Youngins these uh, days don't even you know guys, You guys return to uh, the camp. You find... Thodane? Yes, Thodane and Finn with the leftover goat creature. Thodane? Yes. 
do you have any pickaxes or masonry tools that we can borrow for a moment? Uh, we have a couple of wood axes. Uh, I could see if we have a pickaxe. I don't think we... We have not used one in a very long time. If we do, it's pretty uh, old. Uh, if you'd like, I can ask around. Might take can a I operate a pickaxe? With your weapon? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> um, you know what? No need. I... He, Sigmund grumbles, goes back to the stone, and sits down for an hour and starts making masonry tools. I assume it's like a, it, I'm assuming it's like a 10 minute walk there back. So it's like killed, we just five killed, minutes. Like... Oh, okay. I assume we killed an hour like it's already. It's not super long. It's, it's not that far away. It's like a five yeah, minute but I walk need, max. I need an hour of uninterrupted work to make any tool I think of. Well, that would probably require you, like, milling about the camp to gather leftover materials to create the shit you need. Yes, but it's it's the right tool for the job. Yeah, which just have me. a really bougie-looking pickaxe. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, the in crisis would return to the group as well by now. So yeah, I'm gonna spend that hour just making mason tools. Okay. I'm gonna fill in the group on what we found, yeah. and that we're already dealing with it. We're At least we're dealing with one of them. Information too. Sorry, baby. So basically, yeah. So there are glyphs probably around the around the around the camp that summon these demons. And we have to get rid of them. We're also going to keep coming. And you have found only one of these. Uh, yeah. Angels. Yeah. Do you think there is more? There is at least two more. Yeah. You only see one that's glowing, though. So. Yeah. Okay. We should look for them. So perhaps we should spend the day tomorrow just looking for these things. Yeah. But for now, we're going to get rid of this one. Okay, um, so you guys, you know, you, you mill about for a bit. Um, if you want to take a short rest, you can, but you're about to take a long rest, most likely. Uh, Sigmund, you, after an hour, have created your mason's tools. I'm going to go up to that stone, and I'm going to yep. start defacing that damn sigil. All right, uh, so roll a tool check with, at this point, intelligence. Okay. As as to how properly to destroy the sigil to remove it. Tool check coming in. Uh, intelligence check. There we go. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um. You break a decent amount of the sigil, chipping away a large portion of one corner of it. The glow remains for a while, and even after breaking, it seems that whatever magic is there is strong enough and deep enough embedded into the rock that whatever you've broken has not done the job. Well, we'll leave it there for today. We'll go We'll go sleep, and then uh, tomorrow I'll go back to it. Right. So 
So you return to the camp. Uh, what are you guys doing with your captive? Oh, it's still uh, alive. Yeah, we should. You have not killed it. You you just conked it back we out again. We should kill it. I'm gonna pickaxe it in the fucking brain. Okay. Um, roll attack with Shit. advantage. Cool. It is prone. It is unconscious. Let's just say it's a. Just bitch just slap it. It's a long sword, or whatever. 24 that hits with 14 damage you oh, oops break through its skull splatter the remaining amount of life it has on the ground um as this happens sigmund uh as you're about to walk away because at this point axel is just he's doing this a little later on deciding as you're walking away you watch the sigil uh crack through and stop glowing Hmm. Hey. You did that. Congratulations. That was all I gave a quick so, nod and I continue onward. So you, completely away from the group, just watch the sigil just stop glowing all of, all of a sudden without knowing why. That was all you. I give a solid nod and I <laughs> go off on my own. Okay. <laughs> that was all me. No one that else. was all you. <laughs> you did that. You're crazy. Ah. Okay, so what are we doing? Probably gonna rest. We should probably tell everybody that they're okay to come out. Yeah. I well, Sigmund's gonna start a long rest. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna so you go... guys, you guys find like you're given. One of the already generally empty tents you sleep in. Most of the the camp stays inside the cave for the night as they're already settled and most are asleep, aside from the hunters. Uh, well, hunters and armed folk. This was Barry's tent. Yeah. He died a couple days ago. <laughs> uh, so they, they just remain in the cave. Some of the hunters go to their, their own tents as they are already awake. Others will stay up and keep watch. As as is their, you know, routine. Uh, so you all get a long rest. Is the guy who was all fucked up? Is he still fucked up? Uh, you can go check on him. I'm gonna go check on him. Yep. Uh, he is still fucked up. He still has that disease coursing through him, as does uh, Crisis. Hey. How fucked up is he? Oh, okay, hang He's on. He's pretty fucked Every up. It looks like the hours is a save. You yeah. make a save, right? Mm -hmm. It looks like he is pretty bad at this point. Can I? Well, I'm assuming it's probably getting close to 24 hours since the last attack, so he's probably going to be making that save again soon. Already did. Shit. And failed, and that's why he's worse. I was going to give him guidance. <laughs> uh, alright. Can't do anything about it, so... Oh, it's a new day. Uh, what are I'm you guys doing? Kinda, I guess if I can get a second to talk to them alone. Uh... With whom? Uh, Shanna. Shanna, alright. Yeah, um, you... Come to consciousness, and 
you uh, you find Shanna eventually. Okay, is this following a long rest? Or? Yeah, this is after the long rest. This is the next day. Yeah. <clears throat> right. uh, yeah, so I just wanted to, like, ask Shanna. Uh, so I heard that <clears throat> you're, like, one of the original founders of this cohort. Ah, yes. It's a long, long time ago. Uh, I was very young when it happened, but... Yes, we originally, well, a large portion of us originally came from the Shadowfell. What was it like? The Shadowfell? Yeah. Uh, very gray. Again, my memories do not go too far back with it. I was, again, very young. Maybe a couple of years old at most. It was a very bleak place. Struggling to survive off of anything and everything we could find. I must say that this place, even though it is not home, is much more hospitable. Okay. So I can imagine that you, you're you not in a... You're not trying to go back. You don't want to go back. Do not you? anymore. I'm the last one left from the Shadowfell plane. At this point, this is our home. So is there a significance to... This specific spot for the camp. Uh, again, uh, just, it's you know, mostly just utility. Uh, we do not get a lot of sunshine in the Shadow Peak Mountains. We already have our cave and our shrine. We've just been here for so long, and this is home. Yeah, that's more what I was asking. Like, is this is just where your sense of home is now? Yes. Okay. That's all I was curious about. Uh, that's it. Okay. Um, after I watch my brother talk to them, I'm gonna go up to him and tell him that we need to find some glyphs. If they want, they could have some people come along and look around the area, have a bigger sweep. Uh, you're going to Shanna? Yes. Okay, so yeah, uh, there's Ron. Oh, yes, of course, I can have a couple of the... Uh... Hunters, uh, they look around for a second, give a sharp whistle, and kind of wave over a few people, and you see, uh, like, Ikril, uh, Dodane is asleep at the moment. Uh, you see Ikril and, like, a couple other, uh, individuals hop on over, uh, walk on over. Uh, a few of them have, uh, short bows, uh, kind of, like, unstrung around them. You can see these are clearly the, the hunters of the camp. Uh, Shanna... Mm -hmm. Speaks all of them, and it's she speaks in in Elvish. Uh, for those who understand the Elvish, uh, all all they say is, um, "All right, well, we are going to help our guests. Uh, help us. We have to look for uh, sigils in the area. Look for markings that we are no longer that we are not familiar with." Can I <clears throat> grab? Okay, what's uh, what's Sigmund doing? Yes, what is Sigmund doing? Sigmund, like, you guys are. This is this is like happening in the middle of the camp, roughly where your tent, where you were staying. And... Sigmund's listening to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Didn't he draw okay. a picture? <laughs> yeah. Who? Sigmund. Yeah. Did. Did. Didn't you draw a picture of the sigils? Yeah, I was gonna it? say I was gonna elbow him and be like, "Hey." Well, it's broken. Oh. Uh, 
Well, you have you drew it. You drew the picture. So. But why? It's broken. Yeah, there's more we have to find. But there's yeah, there's more. He told me there was more, and I shake him. <laughs> yeah, but we can find them. We don't need to bother them with this. But it's good but to have a help. wide berth. We're, we're doing it for them in the first place. They can help with that. The hard, Very well. The, the I, hard part's over. I give like, Axel the uh, the picture. Yeah, and I hold it up like Simba. Yeah. <laughs> you see the it like the few hunters that have gathered around nod and they all go off. Oh, okay. And you see uh you've got four four of the uh the hunters uh hunter trackers wandering around the hillside looking for shit. Yeah. They're all uh, Shenna ends up joining so them as well. Yeah, I'm gonna probably join them in a minute too, yeah. so Anything um, else anyone wants to do? The text that was on the sigil. I yeah. wonder if that's. I wonder if that's a clue to lead us back to the white one. You would need someone who knows a missile to read it. Which actually, uh, if Finn is around and you see the sigil, yeah. uh, you see it says Selmunad. It is a name. Uh, it says Selmunad. Right, well, we need to go find shawarma. It is it is an abyssal demon name. Um. Oh, is our prisoner awake again? Your prisoner is dead. I murdered it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, anyone who is looking for sigils, roll investigation, please. It would have been useful for us to be able to ask him, but okay. Twenty-two, 24. natural twenty for twenty-four. Ten on you're saying? <laughs> yeah, investigation. Sixteen. All right, and a general investigation for them. If they have a plus one intelligence. Natural twenty for your twenty-one. E. So, uh. five C. Everything. Yeah, so Finn and Smiley, you both find the same sigil uh, a little ways up the hill. Again, on this time on a, uh, a flat, like, large portion of rock in the ground. Like, just where the, the, the grass has not grown because it's just this rock face inside the ground is another uh, sigil. This one with a huge crack running through it. Uh, Finn... Make a just a straight intelligence check. See if you can read it. Eleven. Uh, you. It's another abyssal f name, but you can't see what it says. It's too. It's too destroyed. There's too much of the sigils missing. This one's a bit fucked up, but uh, the name. Sigmund. Uh. Am I missing a reception check? No. So Sigmund and the the other hunters uh, find the second sigil. Also, with a this one is carved into uh, another cropping of uh, boulders 
much further up the hill, almost like dead center to the camp. Uh, again, this sigil has a number of large cracks running through it as well. They're all destroyed, basically. Yeah, all of them are destroyed. And Sigmund, you saw as the sigil you had been breaking stopped glowing, there was another huge crack that ran through that one, breaking it as well. Hmm. We're safe. Everything's okay. Nothing's going to come through seems, these again. It, it would seem that as the demon summon died, so did the sigils that brought them here. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that they were not being killed the previous nights that was bringing them back. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Since we're since the day before, I've like I think I've been. Um. The people. So the people we were sent to go after was a cult of demon were. Mm -hmm. In the mountains, we mm -hmm. came to the mountains. And we saw that these weren't demon worshippers. These were just... We're praying to a god that the, that the people in the city don't like. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's possible. But is it possible that there was somebody in the church who thought ordering demons to go kill these people was a good idea? Um, That's entirely up to your own assumptions. I'm going to think that. I'm not going to say it out loud to anyone, though. And I'm going to look for that third sigil. Okay. Uh, well, you already had all three. Oh, yeah, we have. We found all three? Yeah, so mm -hmm. there's the one you found cool. the previous night that has since broken, and you found the other two. Uh, Finn and Smiley found one. Sigmund and the uh, Hunters found the other. Hmm. You have found all right. three. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Wait. Now that's a yep. in my theory now. Um, the, the one that Finn and Smiley found was too broken for Finn to read. If Finn wants, he can go check the other one, see if he can understand that. Yeah, I'll check the other one. Okay, so roll another intelligence check. How's a seven? Seven. Ooh. Nope, this one's even more destroyed than the other. <laughs> Nope, I'm not getting shit out of this. I'm gonna... uh, we'll we'll say that you can garner like a single one of the, uh, we'll say symbols that has made up the glyph. Mm -hmm. So on the first one, you see this, Rook, and the second one, you have Rose or Rouse. Tell me I was obviously the leader. He had the longest name. These are just well, broken I, pieces. This is broken yeah, syllables I, I, of it, so yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, is there anything else you would like to do? Can I talk to one of like the higher up people? That would be the... Shanna. <laughs> yeah, I I thought she was out doing glyph stuff. 
Oh no. Uh, well, they they helped find, and I'm assuming oh, Axel was back. with. Yeah. So everyone yeah. everyone kind of came back, and you guys are now back at the camp now, having found all the glyphs. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask. During your time here, were there any other passerbys who tried to get into the camp, or was there anybody who was excommunicated eventually at any point in time? <laughs> No, we do not excommunicate anybody from the camp. We take in any lost souls, and most will stay. If you have wandered away, but we do not excommunicate. Uh, these, the last one was maybe 70 years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Just one, uh, a, a drow who had come in about uh, 200 years prior... And during the Infernal War, felt it to be their duty to help their hometown to the south. Mm, interesting. Uh, so they left. Uh, past and that, there was no... We have had no other incursions or passers-by that we have noticed, at least. <clears throat> uh, I was gonna... Because I, I had a theory that potentially somebody... You guys somehow managed to cross somebody but i don't think that's possible at this no. point uh, especially since we, with... we try our very best to not have that happen this is why we have stayed so secluded for so many so many right. years we know that's not all uh, exactly understand or like the mistress of night and so we like to keep to ourselves we do know that uh, at least one group of people albeit unintentionally yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. But at the same time, that group to send demons. There could maybe there's somebody who is a part of the church that's more fanatical. But fanatical enough to go against their own teachings and deal with demons. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that that's that's a. It would have to be someone high up in the church, and it would have to be someone who is fanatical to the point of being corrupt, like beyond Claude Frollo levels here, you know? Associating with the thing you're trying to eradicate in order to eradicate someone that's not even as bad, you know? It'd be like in, in, in 40k if, if the Imperium of Man was like, hey, let's just team up with the orcs to get rid of the Eldar. What? what? Smiley, what's 40k? That, that was out of character, sorry. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I don't know. I I have my theories. I'm just trying to understand who would go after these people. Yeah, but since they have, <coughs> since they have mentioned or, um, Thodane at least has mentioned that the location in and of itself is not particularly significant. Besides, how it just always having been here, maybe we can persuade them to move the shrine. Hmm. I don't know how Shana would take it, but it might be worth mentioning. My only worry is that what if moving the shrine doesn't them? It's the whoever's doing this is going after them in particular, or what, or something they have. Or moving the shrine is exactly what they want. Yes, that could be a uh, that could be an option as well. Well, yes, but our our goal here would be to keep these folks alive. 
other people getting to this location and doing whatever with it is not our priority. It's keeping them alive. Hmm. Can I go into the shrine and take a look at that disc that they sure. pray yeah. to? Okay, you go in, and there's a couple other... Uh, it's like two drow uh, inside the shrine as well. Just Can I... doing a prayer. I'm not... I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch it I'm not gonna say anything I'm just gonna observe it yeah invest do a little investigation okay what are you trying if, to discern if like is there anything magic like are there like runes on it is it worth money like what would like maybe is it does it have anything of value which somebody would try to get it okay sure uh roll people? roll investigation oh my god Yeah, no. Cool. Eight? That's eight. Uh no. Honestly, the DC was 5. Um it's it's just tinted glass. It's just with, tinted with glass. With a um a black metal ring kind of holding it together. Like a single piece of stained glass. That's it. Oh, yeah. I see. So there's nothing of value no, on. No, it's it's very much a homemade altar. They somehow got or made uh, a large piece of like purple tinted glass put a metal a black metal band around it and it sat inside this um like a, a stand fitted for the glass symbol to keep it upright the mm. the altar itself is made out of clearly uh locally harvested and cut down wood it's very much a homemade altar it's not precious in any way one or one way or another and this cavern, in this little cave, it's sort of like out. It's just that there's no like. Nope, that's it. To the it's mountain just side. inside the cave. Huh. Though traditionally most shrines to Shar would be in the darkest place possible. Right. Hence why it's in the hmm. back of the cave, away from all light. So why would people go after them? There's like literally zero motive, being a, them praising it. Racism. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but they're. But to send demons just for the sake of racism isn't exactly. Like that's a big that's jump, especially in this world, especially in this place. Like you literally like just told me this argument. You make man. a contract with a demon. Yeah. No, no, I, I said it was possible. I'm hoping it's not. I, I'm hoping it's not. It's not actually what's going on. But that seems like. If it is someone in the church, that's the only way it could happen. We already know they have a significant amount of power to be able to summon these demons and to make a deal with them without those demons just straight up killing them. Like, we, we, we annihilated them fairly, but we, we took some hits. And they say the white won? I didn't. No, I, was, I was fine. I didn't take any hits. No, good for you. <laughs> Ain't looking too good. You can't. No. Say, you can't afford to take hits again, my man. And I look to my brother. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know. But I feel like I don't want to move them. No, it seems unnecessary. But. It also seems as though that if moving them 
may be the best course of action because who stopped this the the white one or whatever the hell is their names to just put more glyphs up and continue doing this yeah what if we hang out here see if uh see if they bring in some more glyphs yeah you know spend another night see what happens because the person who put those glyphs up obviously must have a connection to them and could possibly feel them, I don't know, being cut. It's like if you had a string around your wrist and someone cut it, I'm sure that's how magic Because that's how magic works. At least some magic. Yeah, totally. As far as... It's pretty... Um, I mean, it's more complicated than that, but yeah, sure. Uh, but I don't know. It's up to you guys. But I just, I want to see what happens. I'm fine with that. Because I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave like tomorrow and then find then, in two days from now, find out that this entire camp has been over. Slaughtered. Yes. So if we're all in agreement, okay. I think we could spend a couple couple days here. I'll ask. We should probably ask Shanna and the rest of them if that's okay. Yeah. And similarly, you can go pray to your late or whatever. Let me see if I can get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, we can get tattoos on the way back. <laughs> okay. We so... should all get matching tattoos. Oh my God. <gasps> And it just says demon pounders. Are we all, are we all yeah, it just DP. It says tattoos? DP, or it has like a it's like a stamp. <laughs> oh what God, is this fairy yeah. tale? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, what are you guys doing? I mean, Shanna has gonna... not stuck around for like this entire conversation. They have gone off yeah. to do other things. You're not really being supervised. You're pretty well regarded in the camp now, so you're just. Kind of sitting around chatting amongst yourselves. If we're all in accordance, I'll probably let her let them know that uh, that we would like to stay for a, like a day or two more, just to make just sure that eye. those those demons don't come back. Uh, so yeah, you find Shanna, and they they agree easily. And just, yes, of course, of course, this is this is not a problem at all. Uh, actually, on that note. Uh, Nenu was looking for you earlier. Um, oh. They should what? be in their tent. Uh, if you want to go look for them. Oh, hell <laughs> yeah. Sure. Hell Lego? yeah. I'll go to their tent, because I know where their tent is. Yeah. Yeah. So you you guys know where Nenu's tent is. It's, it's, it's the okay. big <laughs> tent near the center of the, th of, the, of the circle that has, like, all of the... All of the, the tattoo... Uh, like you tools and it's it's a very filled tent much like nenu themselves this tent is very adorned hmm. <clears throat> um so you walk in you find nenu uh, kind of like uh rummaging around in there and there's this large uh, not a large but um, um this case this decent like a fine wooden case that's probably seen some better days sitting on like the center table near the the center pole of the tent uh, that's partially open, and Nenu is digging through a bunch of shit. 
uh, in the back of the tent and muttering to themselves in elevation for eventually uh, turning up one, like, us, a uh, old wooden cylinder rattling a bit and goes, ah, finally, unscrews the top, pulls out this long rod with um, a lot of really tiny points at the end of it. And as they turn around and see you go, Ah, finally! I was looking for you earlier! Ah, I wanted to thank you so much for helping out to the camp. Right. I have been here for so long, and this has become my family now, and... Ah, I just hate to see anyone here hurt, and... <coughs> I wanted to give you some sort of thanks. And... Mm. Me, although I, I doubt you'll be staying here, uh, I wanted to make you, shall we say, honorary members. Of oh. our family, by if you would like giving you some tattoos with uh... yeah, and and they kind of like snap and give you a wink and like put some like cool extra popped in there, and I have a few lying around that uh, oh, that I think might serve that purpose. And they take the last one and put it in the box and turn it towards you, and you see these five very similar rods, kind of like varying degrees of of color and metal. Oh. Um, all stuck in the case. <clears throat> I will... Yeah. I... How can we say no to such a generous offer? Well, uh... I will allow you to pick your, uh... Which one you would like, and we can get started. And you see, like, Nenu is very excited. <coughs> I'll, okay. I'll say... Crisis I'll tell is Nen just I'll as excited. I'll tell Nenu, by the way, I'll be like, we're gonna be here. You can really detail. You can do it. You yeah. So um, I'm just going to put these in a separate folder real quick so I can explain what they do. Boom. And boom. <laughs> so the first one mm -hmm. Nenu uh, pulls out goes, this one is a, uh, this is a barrier tattoo. This one makes you much harder to hit. Mmm, I like that one. Me too. Next up, you Wait, have... where are they? Sorry? Oh, did you just pull them up? You didn't put them up for us. No, okay. I didn't I did not put them up yet. You will get them when you guys choose what you want. He's ex ah. uh, they are explaining the tattoos right now. So this okay. one it is a is a barrier tattoo. I usually like putting this one in a bit of a not not design. It it makes you much harder to hit. Gives you a little more durability. Mm -hmm. uh, picks mm -hmm. up the next one. Mm -hmm. This one is is a uh, coiling grasp. Allows you to create tendrils of magic out of where the tattoo is. Nice. <coughs> I love that one. Um, pulls out the next one. Mm -hmm. uh, let me just mm -hmm. see what it does again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're all just full monkey brain right now. Like yeah, whoa. <laughs> you you see like you see like that pensive like finger underneath like the chin with like the other finger like right on top of it just like arms crossed just uh-huh yes yes mm -hmm, this yes. one makes your uh unarmed your your physical uh attacking capabilities much more effective gives you uh shall we say claws oh that might be oh. that's kind of cool i like that uh this one is there one where you get clean break poops for the rest of your life <laughs> no wiping. I don't think pulls out the, the, the next one. 
This one... Not many in the camp have ever actually needed it because of who we are, but this one gives you uh, the capability of seeing in the dark. Uh, it <laughs> makes you, you much harder to spot and to see, and uh, you can, you know, disappear in the darkness a little bit. Just for a brief Ooh. time. And pulls out the last one. Like a good one for you. That'd and pulls out the last one. <clears throat> pulls out the last one. This one is... It's a little more, uh, shall we say, common, but at the same time, not. It is a... This one is imbued with a particular spell. So, mm. uh, once a day, you can cast the invisibility on yourself. Mm. Ooh. Neat. Oh, uh, what is this? Okay, who wants what? Uh, the... Barrier tattoo. Alright. Is it just when is it, it adds to my current AC or is it when I'm not it, when you're not wearing armor? It changes your AC uh twelve plus your decks. Oh plus decks? Uh so it's it's not... pretty much good for unarmored. Yeah. Ooh, I'm that'd like... be great for me. Hmm. Twelve decks, you said. So twelve oh, plus your decks. I kind of like the coils, especially because I want to keep people close to me. So. Oh. I mean, I might be down for those the... to get advantage, so I can just because I, I fight primarily as a theoretically at least as a duelist, one on one combat, and having the tendrils there could allow me to get sneak attack on somebody possibly. Uh, by sort of flanking with myself, almost. But with the shadows, you could disappear. Yes, but I kind of already do that. But even more so. Yeah, it could be even better. That or the yeah. claw. Well, it gives you dark vision, it gives you advantage on stealth, and uh, it's a reaction uh, of halving damage. Oh, Not disappearing, but... it's halving damage. Would that oh, stack that's with? That's pretty good. Would that stack with evasion? Oh my god! I no. just read Eldritch Claw. Holy fuck! Never mind. That one's cool. <laughs> no, it would not stack with evasion. Because uh, evasion is also reaction, I believe. So that basically just gives you like level. No, that's five. uncanny dodge. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. Evasion is area skill. Uncanny dodge is. Uh... No, uncanny dodge is a dodge action. What am I talking about? No, it's I'm, not. I'm high. It's a reaction. To have death. It is. Oh, the Eldritch Claw tattoo. Yes. Do I get the Eldritch Maul with it? Yes. Or is it, it is just... part of the tattoo? <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one. But okay. hold on. We kind of need... I get to whack people from 15 feet away. Ooh. I you want them to be close. Wait, where did you where did you put this up? I didn't put it up yet. I was just explaining what they do. Because oh, after you guys choose, yeah, I will give you what fine. they do. <laughs> I was just clarifying yeah. the. The uh, shadow tattoo. Because the shadow because tattoo it was really little to nothing for me. Because <clears throat> I'm, I'm already going to get all of that stuff. Yes. I have dark. I'm going to get uncanny dodge in like two levels. One, one level. You guys are fourth one, right now. Yeah. So in yeah. one level, I get uncanny dodge. That, that tattoo does literally nothing for me. Yeah. Maybe the invisible. Um, the dark vision tattoo. Yeah. That one. That dark vision also gives you. 
It's a dark vision of 60 feet, advantage on stealth, and reaction half damage as you meld into shadows. Yeah, that's yeah. the half-elf rogue, I mean. I, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, yeah that would work really good. Okay, so, so I can I'm just going to yeah, write this down. So Sig is taking Shadow Tattoo. I'm 50-50ing right now between the Coiling Grasp and the Eldritch Claw. Okay. What uh, does I everyone could, else want? I could do I... any one of the three of Coiling Grasp, Eldritch Claw, or Invisibility. I want the Barrier one. Okay, so Crisis will go with Barrier. I'll take whichever one uh, Axel doesn't take. <laughs> okay. So either the Eldritch Claw. Fuck you too, I guess. Then. What? Okay. Uh, no, I was joking. Taking your leftovers. Yeah. But don't forget, Eldritch Claw is uh, unarmed, is uh, magical, and a plus one. Yeah. And as a bonus action, you can empower tattoo for one minute. Um, let me see. You, so again, you so add... don't forget this. The Eldritch Claw is only towards unarmed attacks. This would not go towards your Hexblade. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I... I was reading Eldritch Maw, it says for each of your melee attacks with a weapon oh, or Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strike. I, I missed that. I saw the unarmed, yeah. and I read it fast. Yeah. Yeah, unarmed strike, 15 feet away from you, and the addition deals 1d6 force damage on hit. So it's up to you guys, the, the three of you, as to which ones you want. Wait, what's the Eldritch Coil one? Or the Shadow? Uh... Grasping coils while this tattoo is on your skin, you can, as an action, cause a tattoo to exude inky tendrils. Which reach for a creature you see within 15 feet of you, the creature must succeed on a DC strength. Save. I honestly, yeah, and I think that be might grappled. Be Just keep shit from getting at me. Yeah. I might go coiling the coiling one. Then I'll go Eldritch Claw then. Okay. So Claw goes towards Axel. So coiling and, and invisibility. Yeah, I'll take the uh, coiling, I guess. Alright, so Smiley's gonna take invisible. I don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Hey, it's invisibility and it gives you advantage at least once. Oh yeah, no, it's a, it's a free third level spell once per day. No, that's fantastic. Just, it is once per day. It's better than none per day. 100%. I'm just I trying just to love the concept. concept. Plus, if you're not using it for combat, it does last for an hour. For how long? For an hour. hour. I believe that's oh. how long invisibility lasts. That is, uh, well, I thought it was one round, like, uh... No. It's, you combat. cast the spell. Oh, shit. Dang. So, if you're using it in combat, yeah, it's one round. It's until you attack something and then the spell stops. Yeah. But if you're not using it in combat, you have the invisibility spell, which lasts for an hour. Fair enough. Yeah. That, uh, that makes me much better at scouting, so that'll work. Hey. Alright. So, we shall pop up those... Things and do note these are all attunement. Mm -hmm. Ah, so this is an attunement slot for everyone. Anything? I will. Aldrich So, uh, you guys more or less spend the day with Nenu as they tattoo you. Cool. But more or less, they take hey. the this the tattoo rods and they kind of like uh, they draw out the the design with the tattoo as it slowly disappears into your skin. More or less attuning you to it. They stab us. Yep. And okay. we like it. 
Crisis gets... This is pretty much the designs you each get. You can decide where you want them. Need oh, hello. Uh, I'll just get I'll get the the coil and grasp tattoo. I'll have like I'll have the tendril just kind of wrapping around my forearm. Yeah. <clears throat> so you you get like this pretty intense looking like uh tentacle like octopus tentacle eldritch looking tentacle wrapped around your arm that kind of ends right on the side of your uh your hand. A little coil. Oh. <clears throat> I can I can cast invisible. It just gives me the ability to cast invisibility, not just to turn invisible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can target other people too. Nice. That's really cool. Cool. <laughs> no. Um. <clears throat> you guys spend a few days uh, milling about the camp. Uh, your first night entirely uneventful i'm assuming you probably take some shift some watches and shifts alongside the other uh yes watch people yeah. of the camp no demons attack that night and the second night no demons attack the se the second night oh no we don't see like any suspicious characters nope uh the hunters go in and out of the camp a few times you know gather some some food for the night there's other people who forage around that are no, non-hunters, it's just people who go off into the forest with the hunters and more gather any herbs and, and things that they can find in the surrounding area. Just general stuff, and you guys mill about, talk with the the other people in the camp, and they're fairly friendly. There's a few that are, like, still a little, not skeptical of you, but just unsure because outsiders, and they've been a fairly isolated for a long time. <clears throat> yeah, it's... It's a couple, quiet couple of days. And nothing happens. No, nothing additional happens. Hmm. So you guys can head back to Amanos whenever you'd like. You can stick around for more. Up to you. Whatever you want to do. I. Okay, what if we do one, one more thing? What do you want to okay. do? Okay. You're you're also, I'll give you like you spent an additional two days. So the day after So the day after you fought the the demons, day after that, you're now on your third day. We're on our third day? Yeah. Should we You spent two nights know. here. Should we make it look like we're leaving the camp? Because maybe it's getting you know, staked out, right? Because we're here. Awesome. What if we leave and stake out the camp ourselves, see if anything attacks while we're presumed gone. You have a point. Before... Over the two days, Sigmund would have been looking for signs of of uh, dimensional energy. Okay. Um, like, roll... looking... Because they came through in this spot, right? Yeah. So he'd have been looking for, like, energies that people might be hunting for. Yeah, I'll say you, you just kind of walked around with... Uh... Detect magic up every so often. Uh, roll, we'll say two investigation checks, one for each day. All right. Investigation number one for 13. Okay. And investigation number two for a seven. Okay, so a natural one for a seven. Oof. 
Okay, uh, so the first day, you walk around, you don't see any other uh, magical essences. You actually do see a few magical essences on the other people in the camp. Certain tattoos are magical, certain other tattoos are not. Um, you notice... They want to trade tattoos? Yeah, there's, there's a few others that have uh, magical tattoos. Uh, Shanna has one. The chain mm -hmm. tattoo around their arm is uh, a modified... Uh, is, is a magical tattoo. There's the individual with the line and the sun tattoo that's magical. Thodane's... Uh, the, the thorn tattoo around his arm is magical. And the eye tattoo on the person's forehead is magical. Okay. So basically, the four that I mentioned earlier are all magical tattoos. The rest of the tattoos are the four that I had mentioned last time are all magical tattoos. Okay. Because they all had specific purposes, so they're the ones I had in mind. Nice. Um, ironically, none of Nenu's tattoos are magical. Nenu just has oh. tattoos. He's just that <laughs> like cool. He doesn't need them. He's that much of a of a G. Nice. I love these guys. Okay, well, I am going to ask them if they know any cool bugs. <laughs> like, okay. Like, like, just, like, well, they like know the area. <laughs> um, sure. Just roll me, roll me a general persuasion check. <laughs> Show me the bugs. Persuasion? <clears throat> so persuasive. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, they all kind of look at you really, really awkwardly. And just. I tried. You get a general <laughs> sense of, what the fuck are you? Well, <laughs> You're very strange. I sure am. Okay. I'm just hanging out. I don't really... Okay, so do we want to stake out the town like one more night before we fully head back to Amanos and yeah, yeah, why not? Figure out I think what that's a good idea. What the hell the church wanted us to actually do here? Yeah. All right, let's stake it out. Why not? All right, let's pretend to leave. Stake it out. Okay. You guys fuck off for like a day. You stay for we'll say half a day, then fuck off as evening comes and you take a very roundabout path. Pretend you're leaving, double back in a really wide arc and make a camp somewhere. Uh, where do you want to make a camp around? Or make we, your stake out? Where should we stake this? We could be like around? up the where mountain, did we find, like Where did we find the three sigils? Uh, they were to the, the south. So mm -hmm. pretty much take a straight line for where the three demons came from. Okay, so not up on the face. No, not up on the face. No. They're across the across the mountain face on the the hill leading down into the valley. Maybe we should uh, post up on the up at the top, you know, around on that cliff face, and see if we can just watch them up there. Maybe we should yeah. just post up. Post How would up you propose propose we camp out on the cliff face? I mean, we're taking a wide arc around, right? I yeah, you guys can make your way on top of the. A cliff face by going a wide arc around where the hill eventually meets up with the oppos opposing mountainside and yep. pretty much take that half day just making yep. a very wide trek around. Okay. 
Hold on, that I literally have right. so many things so to do on my board. We will we'll have you guys do say like a stealth check, grouped stealth check to keep your camp hidden for the night. Wow. Alright. I'm good at those. So stealth, my guy. I'm the best. Oh. oh. Okay, I'm average. Are you the best? No, I'm not. Are okay. you the baby? Oh! <laughs> Wait, what? That is so sad, Axel. Yeah, it's the best. Natural 19 and then a 2. Told oh. you guys I'm the best. Because I'm wearing armor. Big We're stealthing up? Cool. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Group stealth. Hey. Yep. You have a rogue. It's always going to go up. Yep. Okay. So... That is a group success. You guys end up creating a decent camp, uh, taking like a few branches from around to hide whatever tents and tarps you put up against one of the rock faces, and you have a very good view of the town or the town, the, the the camp below. And you pass the night. Again, just the consistent downpour. And you can see why the the drow here like it. It's just this consistent overcast and downpour around the mountain. <clears throat> I mean, that's good for them, though. Maybe. Yeah. Like, there's no natural sunlight coming through, and it's pretty good for Crisis as well. You spend another yeah, night... Yeah, I was going to say... It's... Though, uh, there's there's still a few that just either out of habit, reflex, or preference still wear the the white shawls that create shadows around their face. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Hey, can I ask if I can, like, have one of those? If they have spares? Roll Persuasion. Oh no. Oh. 11. 11. Yeah. DC was 10. Hey. Oh, actually, um, I need Crisis to make two constitution saving throws, please. Oh, oh fuck, shit. yeah, because I'm. Can I, hey, on that one of those days that we're there, can I give the guy guidance before he makes the save? Sure. If he's not guidance? dead already. It, so oh, guidance. Okay, the other guy. Not so me. guidance, yeah, the none. first. So we'll guide it the first adds night. We'll a, see. a d4 to the number they roll. Okay. Yikes. That's, Jesus that's Christ. A... 11 <clears throat> on him. Well, it's better than me. Four. Plus a d4. So, yeah, uh, the first night you cast Guidance on him and you watch as the infection from the demons starts to dissipate and over the, the course of the next day completely vanishes. Well, I'm glad that worked because I had no... Crisis, idea. however. <laughs> your hit point maximum is reduced by seven. Oh my god. And by two. Oh. So you oh, have wow. two hit point maximum down. Or, or uh, nine, sorry. Your hit point maximum sheesh. is reduced by nine for now. Did someone just sheesh? Yeah. Uh, so also don't forget that all of your uh, checks should be at disadvantage because you're poisoned yeah well it's too late now but it's not like I really succeeded a whole lot as we're all sitting at the camp well, roll another sure. persuasion because right now that is a success oh Bela aw oh, dang uh, give me a second jeez Louise <laughs> Another persuasion. Although, after one night, that guy does succeed, so if, uh... 
Well, even with a D4, wouldn't really do much, but yeah, Vin can help with guidance eventually. Yeah. Oh. Persuasion Never three. Mind, I don't get the, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. like they look at you, and the you effects of this disease are really starting to take a a hit on you. <laughs> Ew, gross! Get out of here. Like, uh, crisis is sad face. Crisis is a lizard, and body works different. And while you guys are used to Crisis kind of spitting up bugs from his mouth every now and then, oh. there's flies just kind of buzzing in and out of his nostrils and his mouth just at random. Um, there's these pretty nasty-looking uh, boils starting to form along the base of his neck and along the back of his shoulder. And you can see that he's shedding much quicker than before, and it's like these really nasty dry sheds that almost looks like oh. a sunburn peeling away really, really horribly. And as Crisis tries talking to the people, it's not going well. We should have, yeah. Pro we should have probably asked how to make the anti venom. What? Thinking back on it, well, like because. They got... Crisis is not looking great. Yep. Although you are on your third night, so Crisis needs to make another con save. Oh my D4. god. Hey, do you want to guidance me? Yeah. <sighs> he just did. Oh, fuck yes. I just added D4 after? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. Oh, I don't even think I need it. Add your D4 anyways. I'm um, yep. Oh. <laughs> One. 16. You succeed. So, on your last <laughs> night, as you're away from the camp up on the cliff face, you can feel yourself slowly starting to get better. The This area is terrible. Yeah. It's not going well for you. I hate this. Do I... I hate this place. Do I get all my hit points back? Yeah. That night, okay. you will get your hit points back. Your hit point maximum back at the end of the night. Okay, good. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, you guys spend another night up on the cliff, and again, it's a quiet night. No demons attack, and you know you are well hidden. It seems you have thoroughly vanquished the demon invading force from the camp. Okay. Well, then I think they're... At least for now, they're okay. Oh. Uh, we will pick up next time as you guys go back to Amanos. Nope. I'm sure we'll be happy with what. Oh shit! At level five, woo! Thank you for listening to this episode of Caldercast. Today's episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Auschgear, Sadie Bennett as Finn Auschgear, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Drakrum, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Caldercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Caldercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you pros in the next episode of Our Adventure.